This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. I don't know why that keeps happening. I don't know why my, my video isn't behind me. Instead, it's Ellie Golding, which is my... Which is my, my like, uh, wallpaper. <laughs> Welcome to the Troll Patrol! Live! It's a freaking Monday... Tuesday? It's a day. I don't know. It's only been a couple hours since I've, I've seen you guys. We did the January 6th hearings earlier. We've, we've even got breaking news about January 6th, even though we just did the hearings. The Thursday hearing has been delayed. I've got some audio from Steve Bannon's podcast from earlier today, his reaction to yesterday. We got another, we got leaked audio of Steve Bannon talking about how Trump wouldn't leave willingly. Plus, like, apparently Trump has been doing witness tampering the entire fucking time the January 6th hearings have been going on. Liz Cheney uh, referenced it today. And from what I can tell on Twitter, he did it again today. Today. One of the witnesses he personally tried to get in touch with from today. Brazen criminality. God damn it. If only Congress could do something. The DOJ can do something. And supposedly the DOJ is investigating. We'll see if that goes anywhere. The White House has issued a new COVID warning. An Australian cruise ship has been quarantined after an outbreak of COVID. Fox News is attacking a... uh, There's a story you probably heard about it. Of a 10-year-old having to go to Indiana to have an abortion. Fox is attacking that story. AOC and other Democrats are pushing the idea that Justices Kavanaugh and Gorsuch lied, lied in their confirmation hearings. I can't wait. I cannot wait to hear the Steve Bannon audio. I'm very much looking forward to that. Biden's defense budget has been rejected. Biden's defense budget has been rejected. Here's your meme for the day. I know everybody is listening to Metallica, thanks to Stranger Things. Did you know that Metallica's Black Album contains three subtle nods, three subtle nods to libertarianism? The cover depicts the snake from the Gadsden flag. There's a track called Don't Tread on Me. And the third reason, the third subtle nod to libertarianism, the whole album is fucking garbage. 
<laughs> Who's justice? Why cancel justice? Cancel injustice for all. I liked injustice for all better. That's that's that's. The Black Album is not a good album, sir. How dare you? How dare you? I like... and it, Oh, you're really going to want to cancel me. If you're a Metallica fan, you're totally going to want to cancel me now. That is the Sandman album. That is the Inner Sandman album. That's the that's their, that's their poppy album. That's the one that, like, the real fans hate. Load is a far better album than the Black Album. As my hot take for the day, Load is a far better album than the Black Album. I liked Load. Ray, no worries, no worries. We were on at an odd time, but the hearing, the hearing was indeed very riveting. I do recommend, like... These hearings are hitting harder than I thought they were going to hit. We do we do have news on the January 6th hearing front. Unfortunately, we're not going to get the Thursday night hearing. I plugged it. The Cifalone testimony, for some reason, has caused them to delay Thursday's hearing. We'll get a detailed rundown of that when we get to that story here in just a little bit. What else? I've got some wild-ass fucking stories for tonight. First of all, we're going to have to talk about Jill Biden comparing... Latina, Latino, Latin, people of Latin... What the fuck? I don't even know the proper nomenclature. Hispanic people. Comparing Hispanic people to tacos. I don't even know what she said. I haven't heard the comment yet. I wait. I wait for you guys to talk about this shit. We gotta talk about Jill Biden having to apologize for comparing Hispanic people to to tacos. Tucker Carlson says desegregation ruined education. I'm sure you would think that if you're Tucker Carlson. We're going to talk finances tonight. Jim Cramer says tomorrow will be the bottom of the markets. So expect the markets to go far lower than what they close at tomorrow. Watch them bounce back tomorrow. They're going to close higher tomorrow. Fucking whatever Jim Cramer says, he's wrong. He's wrong about it. We're going to talk about finances. We're going to talk about the economy because I've, I've said I've got my eye on it. Something's going on here. Something fishy is up. Of course, the CPI report comes out tomorrow. The Biden administration is trying to reassure people. They're, they're warning that the number is going to be high for inflation but that it's decelerating. Whatever the fuck that means. Not high enough for this shit. Oh, I've got I've got such good stories tonight. I've got such good stories. So, new new footage out of Uvalde. We're going to get to watch some surveillance footage from inside the school. Uh first of all, I had a I had a story that was talking about why we hadn't seen surveillance footage, but then 
as I was preparing for the show uh, in the last hour or so, apparently some surveillance footage dropped. So we've got surveillance footage to look at. A, a man has been charged. Three men have been charged with possessing a stolen manuscript for the Eagles Hotel California. A 60-person brawl broke out on a cruise ship. A 60-person brawl broke out on a cruise ship over a threesome. You live in sexual anarchy. A news anger has been suspended after apparently not being drunk enough for this shit. Come to Twitch, baby. You can get drunk and do the news all night long. We're going to see her news report that got her suspended. Plus, plus, uh, oh, if you guys don't know this, um, the Daily Wire's Matt Walsh once called me a formidable voice in the culture. Justin Freakin, the formidable voice in the culture. Matt Walsh got into it with J.K. Rowling. And he did a whole segment on his show about it. We're gonna we're gonna have to talk about Matt Walsh. There's no there's no one to root for in that one. Both are gigantic pieces of shit. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. We'll see. We will see, Jordy Pete. And so much more. What a jam-packed uh, edition of the Troll Patrol we have for you tonight. But starting off. Let's talk about the COVID. The White House has issued a brand spanking new COVID warning. Whoa, did I fuck the, did I fuck the audio up? Do we have getting vaccinated now? Oh, here it is. Include you from getting a variant specific vaccine later in this fall or winter. And for people who are 50 years of age or older. Warlord, it's surging in the UK as well right now. If you have not gotten a vaccine shot in the year 2022, if you have not gotten one this year, please go get another vaccine shot. You are eligible for your first booster or second booster wherever you are in your vaccination schedule. If you've not gotten a vaccine shot this year, Go get one now. It could save your life. Staying up to date on your COVID-19 vaccines provides the best protection against severe outcomes. Currently, many Americans are under-vaccinated, meaning they are not up to date on their COVID-19 vaccine. COVID getting there ready to rip through this country again. If the virus circulates... The fall is probably going to look atrocious. Country, we should not let it disrupt our lives. Immunity wanes, so it is critical to stay up to date with COVID-19 vaccines as primary vaccines and as boosters where appropriate. The threat to you is now. If you are not 
vaccinated to the fullest, namely you have not gotten your boosters according to what the recommendation are, then you're putting yourself at an increased risk that you could mitigate against by getting vaccinated. Let me be clear. If you get vaccinated today, you're not going to be ineligible to get the variant specific vaccine as we get into the later part of fall and winter. So uh, this is not a trade off. We've got plenty. It's a great way to protect yourself. As we've looked at the cadence of where it we is not a trade off, he said. It's been four or five months. Um, we anticipate that that's going to be a similar cadence. We also really want to emphasize that there are many people who are at high risk right now and um, waiting until October, November for their boost when, in fact, their risk is in the moment um, is not a good plan. So there you go. Once again, I want to point out that several lawmakers have tested positive, including Katie Porter. I want to send best wishes to Katie Porter. Chuck Schumer working remotely as he has tested positive for COVID-19. Welcome to the show, folks. If you're just joining us, it is coming up to 8 o'clock. It is great to have your company across Australia. First up this morning to a COVID nightmare unfolding at sea with more than 100 confirmed cases aboard a cruise ship. This is the one, the Coral Princess, right now heading towards Eden on New South Wales South I don't understand why anybody would go on a, on a cruise right now. Tomorrow. Let's go live to Lara Vella at Circular Quay. Lara, what's been the response to the outbreak? I coffee creamer. I don't know. I thought. I thought. Has described I thought Fauci should have stepped aside when Biden really took office. Following the ship docking uh, in Brisbane a couple of days ago, and we had some of those confirmed cases of COVID nineteen disembarking that ship. But Carl, I think we've got to remember here: the entire cruising sector has really had the last two years to get its act together and learn from previous mistakes. And unlike when we saw the Ruby Princess unfold a couple of years ago, everybody on board the Coral Princess, including the crew they are vaccinated. So Princess Cruises have said that when they have an outbreak like this, they've got very strict protocols. Which we says. Stay away from other passengers and crew. Uh, there's also rigorous testing on board as well. Now, News Corp this morning, Carl, they've spoken to a couple of passengers who have described their journey on board the Coral Princess as a cruise nightmare, saying that when they got on board the ship, they could see people visibly sick. And I can imagine that any cruise is a nightmare we spoke to by the name of diane she says that when she got off uh, on sunday she really had no safety concerns on board the coral princess anywhere in restaurants they would make sure you have your mask on till you sat down to eat they, they had an app that they could bring drinks to you wherever you sat but you're all breathing the same air through your cabins and shit ma'am sure that everybody was safe Carl, we understand the company has offered refunds to all of those passengers who wanted to pull the pin on their trip after hearing uh, of this outbreak. I have approached Princess and Carnival Cruises for a statement this morning. So far, no response, but we are expecting the ship to dock here in Sydney tomorrow. Lara Vella, thank you. Delays and cancellations have sadly become the norm at our airports and shocking new figures... It's the norm in the US, it's the norm in Australia. So last week alone, Qantas cancelled 6.7% of domestic flights. That meant only 44% of planes landed on time too. If you look at Virgin... Well, they had a wow. too. They cancelled 14.7% of their flights and only 43% of them landed on time. Let's bring in Gabrielle Boyle, who's at Sydney Airport. Gabby, travellers, well, just can't catch a break. 
They can't, Ali. The numbers aren't good, are they? But I am pleased to report that at the moment here at the domestic terminal, the Virgin Terminal, you can see things are moving pretty well. Gone are those horrific scenes from yesterday where people were lined up streets away even trying to get into the airport. It's replaced by a standard busy morning here at the airport. You can see these guys and girls in green and making sure everyone knows where they... I just, I don't know what these people expect. Check in with baggage. Between the COVID, between the the horrid wages, between the squeeze that the airline companies are imposing on their employees. See, it still is busy, Ali. One group, uh, Ben and his buddies, they work at Macca's. Uh, they're off for a weekend on the Gold Coast. Uh, were you prepared for long lines? I wasn't really expecting it, no. Yeah. And you've taken the train up from Wollongong, so it would have been a disaster if your flight had been cancelled. I live like 20 minutes away, because I'm about the train. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be here on time? Oh, of yeah. course. Would have been a stitch up if it was late. <laughs> So certainly very busy still here this morning, Ali, but not those chaotic scenes that we saw. So right-wingers notice that, you know, these are issues that are affecting the entire globe. Uh, Let's turn to some stupid-ass right-wingers, Fox and Friends. New developments in a story that's gained national attention. Is this Fox and Friends? The Fox panel... This is Kaylee McEnany. Since the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade, but is now under serious scrutiny. It's the horrific story of a 10-year-old rape victim who was allegedly forced to travel across state lines from Ohio to Indiana to obtain an abortion. It first appeared in the Indianapolis Star on July 1st, and it cites a single source, a doctor. Quote, Dr. Caitlin Bernard, an Indianapolis obstetrician gynecologist, took a call from a colleague, a child abuse doctor in Ohio. Now this doctor had a 10-year-old... <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know. I didn't know Kaylee Maganini required a, a, a content warning. ...or ban abortion in mere weeks. But for now, the procedure still is legal here. And so the girl soon was on her way to Indiana to Bernard's care. Outrage quickly swept across media outlets. It is hard to imagine anything more cruel, more disturbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a ten. I'm sure this story is going to be all too common. To carry her father or her brother's child to term, or forcing her to travel across state lines for an abortion, and yet. Here we are. Ohio as out, has outlawed abortion after six weeks, so the child will now have to travel to Indiana to get the procedure. And this case is putting the spotlight on America post Roe v. Wade. A 10-year-old rape victim, that is a child. Remember, this was based on a single source. Then President Biden, well, he pushed the story on Friday. As he okay, in your Ohio's point, ma'am. Abortion law without seeking any evidence that the story was even true. This isn't some imagined horror. It's already happening. Just last week, it was reported that a 10-year-old girl was a rape victim of high. 10 years old. And she was forced to have to travel out of the state to Indiana to seek to terminate. The source was like the doctor who took a call on a crisis line. I'm serious. Just imagine being that little girl, 10 years old. Now, Ohio's Attorney General, David Yost, says that he hasn't heard a single thing about the case. We have regular contact with prosecutors and local police and sheriffs. Not a whisper anywhere. My office runs the state crime lab. 
any case like this, you're going to have a rape kit. You're going to have biological... Something like 80% of fucking rape cases aren't reported, you asshole. ...request for analysis that looks anything like this. So, Kellyanne, the Washington Post fact checker, woke up from his slumber and decided to fact check this one. Um, under Ohio law, a physician, as a mandated reporter under Ohio Revised Code 2151-421, would be required to report any known case of suspe- suspected physical, sexual, or emotional abuse or neglect of a child. They contacted child service agencies across Ohio. Nothing. Attorney General, you just heard him. Nothing. Well, I certainly hope it's not true, because the idea that it is is so horrifying to each and every one of us. I, I think that's completely it, Like, it absolutely At could be time, true because I know of it happening. Like you know, she's mm-hmm. always available for a quote, for an appearance. I don't know when she has time to do these abortions, but she she um, has gone dark. We, don't, we haven't heard from her. And if she's a single source, we all demand answers. And there's no question that immediately we all thought about the She general. was just working a crisis line. Could, we don't know the facts. Yes, the be skeptical could, the of claims. Be right like, up there with Russia collusion, fuck. Nick Sandman. Um, CNN had to settle a $275 million lawsuit with him. Go look him up, everybody. Jussie Smollett. Just, I love, how, I love how they are skeptical. It's just great. It's, it's, you got, we can get kicks and clicks. So we're going to, we're going to do this. Whatever, if they really it's beneficial cared, if the White to House them. really cared about this 10-year-old, they would get on the phone with Ohio quietly, not... Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Gillian Conway probably required say, a content warning as well. Is justice being served? We're worried about this 10-year-old girl. Yeah, and where where is yeah. the perpetrator? I mean, well, let's find him. Th- th- that's exactly. an excellent question. And if there were an investigation going on through the Ohio Attorney General's office, you might get some answers on that. But I like had to guess said, it was a family a member. Rape kit. There's nothing to this case that he can find, and you know he could he's be looking, being protected right? by other family that. members. That this could be a very complex guess, thing going um, on. The other also, question, though, that I would have is it is just a story that's being relayed from a crisis hotline. I mean, I don't need to know who you're sources are i need to know that you have them i need to know so, that and like that that is another thing or, being or harassed by anti-choice protesters happens. because right now you're misreporting 80 percent 80 percent oh oh i'm sorry ray i got your statistic wrong half of reported rape cases go unsolved i thought i thought it was more i would i would venture to guess it's higher oh he was ad-libbing they clean up on aisle seven so much everybody ought to be ready with a mop a broom and a catch-all yeah right I mean, come on. So if they cared, as Kellyanne said, if they cared about this and that 10-year-old, they could at least say, you know what? We have verified the story. We are working to help that family, that sort of thing. But because they haven't come out and said 60% that, 60% of rapes went unsolved I mean, in New York we City. Know that potentially it's not true. Yeah, Corrine Jean-Pierre was asked about this. Have you independently verified the story? She didn't answer the question. Yeah, and and you know, not having evidence that it's not true is not uh, evidence that it is true, mm-hmm. and that's sort of where the media has gone today. And not to be glib mm-hmm. about it, but uh, you know, this is what you get from people who two thirds of rape cases are never cleared. Two thirds, like two thirds. There is no situation higher. That these people are not willing to explore. higher than half. And uh, you know, nothing rivals the atrocity of a ten-year-old rape victim. But the idea that you would have exactly Sky Comic crisis workers are anonymous. Story like this in order to advance their own sick agenda tells you they're not serious about uh, the issue, 
and they're not serious about the people who are affected by the issue. And and what a wild know, thing for this asshole to say. This is projection at its finest. Decent debate about it. Yeah. Emily, to the point of the Indianapolis Star, Washington Post, there's no indication that the newspaper made other attempts to confirm her account. The story's lead reporter, you made this point during break, Sherry Rudovesky did not respond to a query asking whether additional sourcing was obtained. And the single source said to the Washington Post, thank you for reaching out. I'm sorry, but I don't have any information to share. So just dark. Yeah, and that's against Anonymous the code of ethics, which line. also includes we use confidential sources, sole sources as the sole basis for published information only as a last resort and under specific procedures that best serve the public's right to know. Well, that goes to what you were saying, where they have deemed that the public's right to know is folded in with their agenda. Take it from me, because my wheelhouse was criminal law as an attorney. There's no shortage. Take it from me is not there's, there's the statement that you want to hear from, elderly, from somebody. Both genders. There is more than you can count. There are so many monsters out there. So for me, what I find... No, so I don't take it from you, ma'am. You're, you're accusing so other people of inserting their agenda and going, take it from me. For law and order. For actually commitment to prosecutions, to finding the perpetrator. But the fact that this alleged situation was created, um, and that was to serve the public's right to know to further their position on abortion Mm -hmm. by a sort of sensation. This is infuriating. That has now gone dark with zero. I wish you people could feel embarrassment. And the victim, and so much more components of this that real people have dedicated their careers and their dramatic efforts to on a daily basis that they think we're that simple, that they've reduced us. Oh, you're going to eat this up. You're not going to. All of them are monsters, yes. Really good for your talking point, and then it gets amplified. It's horrifying. Americans know better than that. smarter than that and we are more honorable than Amen. that. And from inside the park Fox News makes people Post dumber. Yes. They <laughs> right? I mean almost And Snopes. Snopes yeah. is a left wing yeah. uh, fact checker. They said they can't verify it. And look I hope it's not true because the facts are so horrifying. We all hope it's not true. But you know my goodness. I hope it's not true. But I hope they tell us the truth. Oh. Yeah, according to the single source story that went viral around the world and made it into the president's talking points because they don't fact check themselves. Just Wow. That's absolutely infuriating. While we're on the topic of abortion ruling, AOC, Representative Ted Lieu, Representative Ocasio-Cortez, written a letter asking the Senate to clarify whether Justices Brett Kavanaugh and Neil Gorsuch lied under oath about their stand on abortion during their confirmation hearings. In a joint letter to Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer issued on Monday, the lawmakers said multiple Supreme Court justices misled the American people during their confirmation hearings about their views on Roe v. Wade and KCV Planned Parenthood. The letter accuses at least, at least Kavanaugh and Gorsuch of not telling the truth. The legislators, uh, the legislators said it is impossible to reconcile the sweeping majority opinion in Dobbs with the statements made by Justices Gorsuch and Kavanaugh during uh, during their confirmation hearings. Casio Cortez and Lou said they respect the justices' personal beliefs. However, we cannot have a system where justices lie about their views in order to get confirmed. That makes a mockery of the confirmation power and of the separation of powers. 
Kavanaugh and Gorsuch were among the conservative justices who ruled against upholding Roe in June. The two justices have come under criticism for their decision to the ruling. During their confirmation hearings, both justices agreed that Roe v. Wade was settled a legal precedent that should be respected. The letter from Ocasio-Cortez and Lou highlights their testimony. Gorsuch said in his 2017 hearing that abortion had been reaffirmed many times. I can say that. Kavanaugh said at the same time of his hearing that Roe v. Wade is settled as a president of the Supreme Court entitled The Respect Under Principles of Starry Dices. Oh, Flash! Catching up on the January 6th coverage. Well, fuck. Guy comment. Thank you for the resub. It looks like Stream Elements is still fucking up for me. I don't know why it wants to be a dick. Some of some of the alerts work, and that's one of the reasons why. Like, I like being able to control things. I'm, I don't like using stream elements. That's like the only way I can do like the alerts. I'm like blah blah blah, followed me and shit. I like making my own original shit like this. Come on, man. I'm trying to get the stream elements figured out, and I don't know why. I don't know why it hates me. Also, fuck Brett Kavanaugh and fuck Neil Gorsuch. Speaking of January 6th, that's the next thing we're going to talk about. Uh, earlier today, during our January 6th coverage, I kept plugging that on Thursday we were going to have primetime hearings. But the Cipollone testimony prompted a hearing delay. Now, if you guys did not join us for the testimony earlier today, I like Pat Cipollone. <laughs> I mean, I probably I probably disagree with him on a lot of things, but he was definitely the smartest guy in the room when it came to the Trump administration. And, and apparently he sprinted across the White House compound to stop a meeting that Trump was having with Sidney Powell, the dude from Overstock.com. Oh, I loved the I loved the testimony where he, he said that he walked in and saw the dude from Overstock.com and he didn't know who he was. He was like, I asked him, who are you? <laughs> and he explained and like, I still didn't understand why he was in a meeting with the president. That's what we were all thinking. New testimony from former White House counsel Pat Cipollone. Pat Cipollone. I keep fucking his name up. Prompted the January 6th committee to delay a hearing that had been informally planned for this Thursday by a week. Representative Jamie Raskin told Axios, I know that we've just changed Thursday's meeting to next Thursday. I think we were shooting for this Thursday, but now we have an infusion of new testimony. Raskin specified, I think Cifalone's testimony has opened up a number of different avenues. 
The development underscores the gravity of Cipollone's eight-hour closed-door deposition, the value of which committee members have been playing up in recent days. Representative Stephanie Murphy said on Meet the Press that the panel got a lot of relevant information from him. Vice Chair Liz Cheney said uh, at the panel's Tuesday hearing that it met our expectations. The select committee is receiving new and potentially important information. Committee aide told Axios the aide confirmed the new testimony was the reason for the delay. The select committee expects to convene for an additional hearing next week to account for this. We will assess all emerging information for presentation to the American people. Clips of Civiloni was play or were played throughout the committee's hearing on Tuesday, which focused on Trump's connection to extremist groups that stormed the Capitol. He testified that former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows assured him Trump would eventually concede gracefully, which is fucking bullshit. We now have leaked audio where Bannon, motherfucking Steve Bannon, knew all along that Trump would not bow out gracefully. And what Trump's going to do is just declare victory, right? He's going to declare victory. But it, now, this this audio is from October before the election. On the evening of Halloween 2020, Steve Bannon told a group of associates that President Donald Trump had a plan to declare victory on election night. This is newly leaked Steve Bannon audio. That doesn't mean he's the winner. He's just going to say he's the winner. The Democrats, more of our people vote early that count. Theirs voted male. And so they're going to have a natural disadvantage, and Trump's going to take advantage of it. That's our strategy. He's going to declare himself a winner. So when you wake up Wednesday morning, it's going to be a fight. We all knew this. We all knew and this. The, crazy, the whole the crazy, the courts are crazy. blue shift. And Trump's going to be sitting there mocking, tweeting shit out. You lose. <laughs> I'm the winner. I'm the king. And he'll be all over. He'll be, he'll be going, where's Hunter? Is Hunter on a crack pipe? I mean, no, he'll be, because then it doesn't matter. Remember, here's the thing. After then, Trump never has to go to a voter again. He's going to fire Ray, the FBI director, and fire the seat and say, fuck you. How about that? Because he's never going to, he's, he's done his last election. Oh, he's going to be off the chain. He's going to be crazy. Also, also if, Trump is, if Trump is losing by 10 or 11 o'clock at night, it's going to be even crazier. No, because he's going to sit right there and say they stole it. I'm I'm directing the attorney general to shut down all ballot places in all 50 states. It's going to be no. He's not going out easy. If Biden's winning, Trump is going to do some crazy shit. If Biden is winning, Trump is going to do some crazy shit. Aren't you guys curious of what Bannon had to say after yesterday's events he offered to testify in front of the panel the January 6th committee but the committee has kind of brushed him off this is what he had to say about it on his podcast Uh, prayers and pray look we all love prayer something like that but here's what I've been telling folks pray for our enemies okay pray for because we're going medieval on these people savage our enemies so pray for them that's who needs prayers not maga not war room and certainly not stephen k bannett but i'll take everything i can get but put ahead in the cap table put our enemies in front of it because that's who's really going to need prayers okay because we're going medieval okay 
This is uh, today, guys. This is today. What happens this afternoon? But hey, my offer's out there. Here's what I need: give me a date, a time, a room number, a microphone, and a holy Bible that I can take the oath on. Boom! Deliver that, and we'll see how good you are, little Jamie Raskin and Liz Cheney, and all of it. Serve it up. You got my. Here's my request: date, time, room number, uh, microphone that works, and uh, and a holy Bible to take the oath on. Okay, show me what you got. Taking these interviews and cutting them up. You think? Come on. You think? Hey, as Trump says, no games. We're not playing games. We're beyond. See, he wants to go out there like just off the cuff in a live interview. I'd say the I'd say the committee doesn't want that. You know, perhaps we had a follow up on Steve Bannon here. Also, here is something uh, very interesting. Uh, It would seem that Trump has been tampering with witnesses. Liz Cheney says that Trump attempted to reach out to January 6th witnesses. This was earlier today, but apparently he has done it again today after today's hearings. At least that is what I read on Twitter. I cannot confirm that, but this is Liz Cheney from today's hearings mentioning it. After our last hearing, President Trump tried to call a witness in our investigation, a witness you have not yet seen in these hearings. That person declined to answer or respond to President Trump's call and instead alerted their lawyer to the call. Their lawyer alerted us, and this committee has supplied that information to the Department of Justice. Let me say one more time, we will take any effort to influence witness testimony very seriously. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. So he's been accused of witness tampering, and like once again, this is an unconfirmed, unconfirmed report that I saw on Twitter. He did it again today. That he did it again today. <laughs> that person declined to answer or respond to President Trump's call and alerted their lawyer as well they should have. Is he going to act? Has he been so brazen that they're going to have no choice but to hold him to account? He has so brazenly broken the law I did indeed promise that I would shave my head if Trump was arrested. And like he is doing everything that he can to flaunt the law and try to make that happen. Come on, man. Ow. Expert on civil wars says the U.S. is heading towards an insurgency, the 21st century version of a civil war. An expert on political violence warned the U.S. could be headed toward a modern-day civil war. Barbara F. Walter told the Washington Post the U.S. is displaying predictive behaviors for conflict. She said the U.S. is poised for an insurgency which is more decentralized. An expert in political violence says extremists could be leading the U.S. toward a modern-day civil war. 
Walter, the author of How Civil Wars Start and How to Stop Them, has spent years studying civil wars, investigating risk factors, the difficulties of resolution, and approaches to ending the conflicts. Experts long believed each civil war was caused by its own unique set of factors, uh, resistant to parallels or comparisons. But as methodology and technology improved, Walter told the Post that several patterns began to emerge, two of which proved to be highly predictive. The first, she said, is a variable called anocracy. The term is a measurement used to describe several factors related to a country's government, including how autocratic or democratic the country is. Anocracy is measured using a scale of negative 10 to positive 10, with the former being the most authoritarian and the latter being the most democratic. Scholars ultimately found that the anocracy variable could accurately predict which countries were prone to civil wars. Neither full democracies nor full autocracies are at a high risk of civil war. Instead, it's the middle zones that are susceptible to instability and violence, Walter said, possibly due to weaker governments that can more easily be challenged. The U.S. boasted a positive 10 rating for several years, but was briefly downgraded to a 5. It's since been boosted to an 8. The second risk factor, according to Walter, is when people in these unstable democracies begin to organize political parties along the lines of racial, religious, or ethnic identity, not completely dissimilar uh, from many members of the Republican Party's stoop toward embracing white supremacy in recent years. Watching what happened to the Republican Party really was the bigger surprise that, wow, they're doubling down on this almost white supremacist strategy. But you know... You know what the right wing would say about her? She's just a woke moralist. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. During the Trump administration, Walter delivered a campus talk in which she discussed the ways in which the U.S. seemed to be priming itself for civil conflict. She said she left despondent as attendees accused her of fear-mongering. <laughs> Oh. If you'd like to finish reading this article, it is very interesting. From Business Insider, I'm going to link it here in the chat. Barbara F. Walter was the name of the author of the book. Let's talk about... Let's talk about the federal defense budget. This is an opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal. Congress rejects Biden's defense budget. The House and Senate add to his request. But it's still not enough. Still not enough. Congress has been working on next year's defense budget. And for the second year in a row, members of both parties have rejected President Biden's proposal as insufficient. Now, the Wall Street Journal, this is the editorial board, says that this is a welcome development. It is not. So, Washington is only starting to address the threats the U.S. faces. The Senate Armed Services Committee recently passed a national defense authorization for 2023 that would provide the Pentagon $817 billion up from the roughly $773 billion the Biden administration requested 
House amended its initial drafting committee to add $37 billion to President Biden's request. Why? Why are we not ever asking how, how are we going to pay for it? It is nothing but giveaways to defense contractors, Boeing, Raytheon. Fucking, oh my God, I hate it here. They just shovel money at these industries. Both chambers included a 4.6% pay increase for service members consistent with the Biden request. This, in normal times, would be generous, but not with uh, inflation at 8.6%. The services needed to offer competitive pay to weather arguably the most challenging recruiting years since the inception of the all-volunteer force, as Marine Lieutenant General David Ottenen put it in early. Oh, if you guys have ever seen uh, some of the some of the stories recruiters share out about people telling them to go fuck themselves, I love those stories. They warm the cockles of my heart. We've had several stories that have had the stock market ticker at the top of them, and you saw that it was down. Business Insider India says the U.S. stocks dive as bond yields flash recession warning and investors brace for inflation reading. U.S. stocks finished lower after a late-session dive as investors weighed new recession warnings while fresh COVID-19 restrictions in China dimmed prospects for growth. The spread between the yields on the 10-year and 2-year Treasury notes inverted to their deepest point since before the 2008 financial crisis. The widely followed recession indicator inverted briefly earlier this year as well. Meanwhile, several cities in China have implemented new restrictions to tamp down increases in coronavirus cases. Markets could get another jolt early on Wednesday when the Labor Department releases the June Consumer Price Index. Analysts uh, expect year-over-year inflation will accelerate to 8.8% from 8.6% in May, keeping pressure on the Federal Reserve to continue its aggressive pace of policy tightening. But apparently, inflation is set to decelerate throughout the end of the year. At least that's what some See asshole you again. Let's on CNBC the, says. The sort of weather inflation or how much will inflation recede part of this? How important is this to investing right now? Oh, it's the single most important issue that investors are facing right now. And we are you know, have a very important inflation report tomorrow. Uh we are expecting inflation to decelerate into the balance of this year. Um, and we're hoping that at least at the core level, peak inflation is behind us. I also take issue with what they're calling inflation. Inflation is when the government prints more money and devalues the money, the currency that is already in circulation. The way to avoid printing more money is to tax rich people and bring the money back that's already in existence back into circulation. What they're describing as inflation is just uh, corporate greed, gouging, markup. It's just capitalism. 
Like, they're, they're not actually bitching about actual inflation. But for consumers, as we all know, food, energy are very important. So while we typically would be focused a little bit more on core and the impacts on monetary policy, headline inflation is very important. Um, so the risks there being food and energy. But we do expect it to decelerate. Recession odds are elevated. Um, say maybe 30 to 40 percent over the next year. But we still think that there's a landing strip for inflation to slow, the Fed to be on net a little bit more dovish than what the market is expecting um, and the consumer to remain in good health. So that all suggests to me, Megan, uh, that the recession odds are rising, but it is not your base case, that the Fed may not be as hawkish as it is appearing to be right now, that inflation might be slowing, that we are closer to the end of this market sell-off than the beginning. How how likely do you think it is that the, that the stock market in the U.S. begins to turn up over the next couple of months and maybe ends the year um, somewhat higher than it is at least today? Yeah, well, that's really interesting. So you raised a couple of good points, which is the duration of this sell-off. And we do think this could be a little bit on the longer side of things, um, mostly because the catalyst that we need in order to see the market bottom is not only inflation to peak, but to get a better sense of the pace of deceleration and whether the Fed really will be able to um, maybe get to a point where they raise the next couple of meetings uh, and then slow that pace or even pause and, and, and look around. Um, but the key is that the market tends to sniff out any changes in inflation, even ahead of the actual the data. market had a number of uh, guests and commentary on talking about how June CPI will be a little bit of lagged um, to some degree because of the uh, changes in gasoline prices and energy prices and how much that has changed just over the last couple of weeks. So we do expect the market might sniff that out in advance. And that's just why it's just simply not a time for investors to be taking big bets in this market. We've tightened up our positioning um, and we're just looking to remain diversified and find Tight out within different sectors. So it's it's a dollar cost average in uh, at at reasonable intervals. It's an investor's market, not a trader's market. Well, I would say for the tactical trading point of view, we mm -hmm. do have elevated cash yeah. much higher than we typically would hold and that we've held over the recent years. But for investors who have had, you know, we deal with a lot of uh, investors who have had elevated cash, to put a large amount of money to work um, at a particular time. We still think it's a good idea to stick with a plan and dollar cost average in for those clients because even if we get a recession, which is not our base case, but elevated probability, we're probably two thirds of the way there to pricing that in. Mm -hmm. um, and it's very difficult to time the market and the bottom perfectly, as we all know. So getting that cash in gradually and methodically, right. we think is still the right way to go. God, I'd love to have a liquid. She says, she says it's hard to <laughs> time the bottom. Uh, one Mr. Jim Kramer says otherwise. He... He thinks he knows where the bottom is. Maybe he's a bottom. Where's it at? You live in sexual anarchy. Um, listen, you know the financing markets right now for a new and, and Kramer says it's sooner rather than later. I never, I never miss an opportunity to play a Jim Kramer clip because Kramer is always entertaining. But you can be sure that whatever he says is the exact opposite of whatever is going to happen.
New Tell go us. private are difficult. We are they worse about than the yesterday. emerging markets, which we never talk about, you know, which we are don't, horrible? We don't talk about the emerging markets hardly ever. You're right. I don't know. Well, because you, people, we don't you talk put on about emerging them. markets. Always love I used to markets. focus a lot more on them. I once had a, ran a newsletter on emerging markets. Who did? But I did in, the, in 92. You were so interesting then. You, you question his credentials on emerging markets, Jim? I got your newsletter. Wait, you stop. Let's get back to what we were talking about. The financing markets are difficult right now in terms of you're not going to get anything done in high yield that isn't already being marketed. Well, what does that say? Does that say we're at the top? Citrix is done. Teneco is going to get done. There's a couple of others. But new stuff right now. Pause. And how much of that is Is what I'm hearing from participants. How much of that is Tanner and antitrust? No, no, no. This is about this is about secondary prices for high yield and things oh, of that okay, nature. Okay, this is not. You're talking now broadly speaking about uh, M and A and whether there's a headwind from regulatory concern. Of course, well, there have is. you seen the, the tr- but, you know he's brought case after case yeah. after case. No one's paying any attention high to yield it, particularly the people involved with. Um, uh, Finally, uh, with Goldman Sachs and JetBlue. We, we could end with Twitter, which and is that up. That was a cheap shot two. that I thought you'd buy. I know. Well, they, they, Who gives a shit about what the people at Goldman Sachs think? They, they keep putting off a vote there, Spirit and Frontiers. They keep trying. How about the, how about the gold trying, the new cut from gold that Goldman hired from Google? Who? Yeah. Google Gehammer from Google. It's going to be amazing. You do? Developing a whole new business line yep. at Goldman. What are they doing? Making money. All right, so we're not going to explain this because oh I, I don't know because it was like talking about like a trend guy. Yep, uh, 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 innovation, yeah. an innovation unit. Even as they're starting to talk more about dividing up units into maybe subunits to I, work with regulators. David has to come on here and kind of explain the strategy, which is a little mystifying yep. to those of us who who've David been there. David Solomon, late. not me. Uh, no, the you're CEO right. Of Goldman Sachs. But that guys, could be a metaverse. They could, could do everything in the metaverse. Do you know that, that, the metaverse. Zuckerberg doesn't want you to use an actual avatar that looks just like you. Because I volunteered that I could get Jensen Wise. Why, why would you when you can look better than what you look like in real life? That's I, the whole point of the metaverse. But you're saying it, it shouldn't be hyper-realistic is what he, is Mark's saying? Yeah, he doesn't want hyper-realistic. Well, by the way, I'm telling you, we all know well, where this is going. Look how jacked I am. First See that? Like, case by the of the metaverse. I'm by the sailor You man. don't have to be yourself. You can look better. We well, all know I always, where this is I going. When I bowl, I always pick the name Beethoven. He's still not getting it. Why should I put the <laughs> name Jim? But Beethoven. He's not even listening. When I'm going to Wendy's, I use the name Beethoven. Uh, Twitter, guys. Is Wendy's asking your name? Uh, as I said earlier, money going we in. are waiting for the complaint from Twitter. Uh, it'll be great reading. It should be. Let's hope. Uh, you know, they did a good job at Wachtell in terms of writing this thing up. Okay. Um, Look, he has absolutely no idea what he's talking about, but he's entertaining as fuck. Yeah. I had no financing out. Uh, this deal does... Meaning, if financing goes away, deal goes away, which is right. why you had that letter from Twitter that we uh, were quoting this morning saying, hey, this deal's not terminated, and don't you ever think about pulling the financing. But again, we'll see. I, I, Jim, you did reference around the closing bell because of yesterday's conversation and all of the attention it got when I said, if, 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 maybe, about Musk... If he loses in court, if they get specific performance, if the judge, if he says, I won't do it, what would happen? Um, there is a case from 2012 where he's going to have to pay a billion dollars. Hey, you're in contempt and you're going to jail. People took a break from trashing me and said, listen, while we're trashing you, I want to talk about how bad David Faber is. You know, I'm sorry. Hey, by the way, American Express is barely down on that day. By the way, context is everything. And unfortunately, there was no context of the 
conversation that we have here well, at our desk. I, ju I just think that David is far more aware than perhaps Musk about what could this face. show is more unhinged than the, the Friday Night Freak show. You have no idea. I mean, people don't listen. They don't understand. They David, have no idea. You were attacked. It must be so like frustrating never, for you. What to be me? Yeah, because I got it for one day. I kind of ignored it. But Look, still. I, I took pictures of zucchinis, and immediately I got but, what I would say is scatological use of the zucchini from on my viewers. Um, uh, no. Did he just say scatological use of a zucchini? What does scatological use of a zucchini mean? Like you ate it and it was it was roughage and it caused you to shit because it's a it's a, what, a zucchini is a vegetable. Or does it grow above the ground? Is it something? It's not a fruit. It's a vegetable. It's a vegetable. It's a root vegetable. The zucchini. Scatological use of a zucchini. What in the fuck? People sh Oh! People sh told him to shove the zucchini up his ass. Were they suggesting it at, like jokingly or for play like oh hey jim you look like the kind of guy that would like a zucchini up your ass use it as a dildo <laughs> you live in sexual anarchy i was not expecting that at all uh, my god and they David, have no idea you were attacked it must be so like frustrating never, for you what to be me yeah because i got it for one day I kind of ignored it, but Look, I, I took pictures of zucchinis, and immediately I got but, what I would say is scatological use of the zucchini from on my viewers. Um, uh, no, this is not right. But again. I will. Can I go back to the market for a second? Oh my God! Would you please? I am telling you that the notes today. You mentioned the apple. You because that wouldn't be like because scatological. I'm going to need a precise definition here. Catalogical. I'm going to get pictures I don't want to see. Nope, 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 nope. Interest in or treatment of obscene materials, especially in literature. Huh. The biological-oriented study of excrement. Now that's that's what I was expecting. So like, I, you would expect it to have something to do with shit. And I just like shoving it up your ass doesn't have anything to do with shit. That's what was throwing me off. I got really pedantic about it. I. I posted pictures of zucchinis on Twitter and people told me to shove them up my ass. Isn't life wonderful? The media has just completely devolved. Back to the market for a second. Oh my God, would you please? I am telling you that... <laughs> you mentioned the apple. You referenced Bank of America note... On heart one. Did they tell you to shove the apple up your ass as well, Jim? Market wants to go higher, 
and Apple's an example. J.P. Morgan goes higher on an upgrade. The oils are all for sale. Yes, got accrued below 100. Uh, and the airlines, by the way, three airlines, four airlines Southwest. are leading the S&P. How about Southwest? And Boeing is leading the Dow, as American had their uh, pre-announced. Well, Whoa, all these airlines are leading the Dow. Meanwhile, 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 they're fucking you guys. A lot of their flights are canceled, delayed. What was it? Something only like 40-something percent of flights were running on time here in the United States? Or was that, I, I saw that with Australia, but I think the number was comparable here in the United States as well. But hey, motherfuckers, they're leading the Dow. They're leading the S&P. They're getting theirs. Oh my God. They are they openly declaring that- class warfare on all of us. Openly. That's why I'm paying attention to their media. Fox Business... Fox Business says that a recession is needed. Severe recession. Needed. Cool inflation. Oh, this is according to Bank of America analysts. Oh, now we're going over to Fox Business. Stuart Varney, he's going to tell us what the Bank of America analysts are, have, uh, are having to say about this. 29 on the NASDAQ, down 150 on the Dow. Okay. Look who's here now. Haven't seen him in a long time, but I want to welcome him back. His name is Mark Grant, and he knows what he's talking about. Oh, it's Bill Gates for a second. We're going to get the big read on inflation Wednesday, the Consumer Price Index. In your opinion, is it going to show that inflation is about to peak or has peaked? We have to do something first, and then I'll answer your question. July 7th was a very special day. It was. Happy birthday to you. You don't have to sing. Oh, my God. Happy birthday, Stuart. Happy birthday to you. There you go. Uh, that was very kind of you, Mark. I mean, it really was. I'm, a, I'm like a, I'm like a Larry David. You got like a three days, right? It's a three day window on each side. We are outside of the three days on July seventh, sir. That the birthday ship done sailed. You can't have a birthday party two weeks later, motherfuckers. You can't be telling people Happy New Year fucking three weeks into January. That shit has an expiration date. All, all you Curb Your Enthusiasm fans, you know what I'm talking about. So no, you, you're outside the window of being able to wish Stuart Varney a happy birthday. That ship done sailed, sir. Nobody wants to hear about it. We are a minute into this three-minute fucking piece where I'm looking to you guys to enlighten me about financial issues and markets and shit, and you're motherfucking taking up my precious-ass time singing happy birthday to old-ass Stuart Varney. How old is he? Fucking 97? 98? Hopefully not many more, Stuart. Loads of people from Wall Street and from Fox all chimed in and said happy birthday. And it really made me feel really cool and good. So, having gotten that you out are, of the you're way. You're not cool uh, and you're not good, Stuart. Peaked, Mark Grant. No, I don't think so at all. As a matter of fact, you have two big numbers coming. The CPI index and the PPN, PPI index right after that. They're currently at an average of 9 The PP index. And I think it's very likely the average is going to be above 10%. 
So I think that uh, both numbers are going to be higher than they were last month. And what does that do to the market? Nothing good. Hmm. As you said earlier, swimming in a sea of red ink. I think appreciation plays are very difficult. The bond market's been very difficult. I think the best strategy is an income strategy where you're getting money every month to deal with the inflation rate. Uh, cash is king today? Now, cash, you don't get anything for cash. I follow about 70 securities and 15 or 20 are all paying more than 10 percent. Some of them are paying 12 to 15 percent and you get money every month. I think right now in this market, that's the best. Just strategy. having money makes Especially these motherfuckers money. Retirees or seniors or pensioners. Have money costs us poor people money, down. you asshole. Is a payout per month over 10 percent reliable? In the future, I mean, is it is it is it going to? Yeah, you're going to get your 10, 12 percent for sure. Well, there are no guarantees, and of course, past performance doesn't guarantee uh, future performance. But I'm very careful about the. Funds He's legally obligated to say that. I'm getting over 10 percent for months now. Some of them have leverage. Some of them have no leverage at all. Shut the fuck up. Like, you're the most wishy-washy motherfucker we heard from tonight, and we just watched Jim fucking Kramer. Well, it could be, but it might not be. But, you know, some of them are leveraged and some of them aren't leveraged. Some of them are winners, some of them are losers. Holy shit. Josh Hawley says Democrats have lost their damn minds. <laughs> This is after a tense exchange with a progressive law professor. I uh, I had the I had the video pulled, but uh, I was I was assuming this Fox and Friends clip will will show it. We will actually see the exchange that he had with the law professor. Now, now, good morning to both of you. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, y'all are no strangers to this. Uh, I, I remember when Antifa protested outside of your house. And Aaron, what happened? You were home alone with your baby, right? Absolutely. Josh and the boys uh, were home in Missouri. And so Abigail, she was just a few weeks old and I were home alone. Uh, the protesters came at night uh, with bullhorns, uh, were shouting, banging. Um, at least three men came up on our porch and were shouting for Josh to come out, um, even though I'd already asked them to leave. Um, our neighbors were terrified. Um, our dog was terrified. Um, it's just not something uh, that should happen in a residential area. And you tried not being a fascist. Uh, appropriate places to protest, uh, but someone's home at night is not that. Yeah, I'm sure you were scared to death, especially knowing you I had to I do believe these two have a podcast uh, together, Senator, right? what's your reaction to all of this? Some, the riots, some sort of the white chaos, the vandalism. Uh, in one area in Portland, they spray-painted death to SCOTUS. Yeah, you know, Ainsley, it's just, it's outrageous, first of all. I'd say two things. The first is the Biden administration has really turned an eye towards this left-wing uh, violence. It turned, their, it turned a blind eye towards this left-wing violence, and it really encouraged it by saying things like, oh, it's fine to protest at the justices' homes, even though it well, is... Well, it is. It is. The, the, the second thing is it really shows that the radical left has become very... Judges have ruled. What they don't want is they don't want the people to legal. have any say when it comes to lo laws protecting life and the regulation of abortion. They don't want the people in the states or anywhere to be able to weigh in, and that's what this decision does. It tur turns it back to No, the no, no. You're the one. The, the majority of... 
Americans are on board with Roe v. Wade. Thought it was perfectly reasonable. You guys are the ones that want minority rule. You want to turn it back to the states where they have been extremely gerrymandered, worse than the federal congressional districts where you guys have minority rule and you want it to, and it just so happens to be a white christian straight contingent sassy snicks welcome good evening What, he's upset He's upset about the woke moralist is what it is. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. People, which is as it should be, and that's not what the left wants. Uh, high really enough shows, they have become very anti-democratic. Well, both of you are smart people. You can't become a clerk for a justice unless you're top of your class. And I know both of you clerked for Justice Roberts. Aaron, you wrote a beautiful op-ed for Fox News. It's called Why Supreme Court Abortion Decision Empowers Women. You served as counsel, uh, counsel to Mississippi in the Dobbs case, and you had to take your little daughter, Abigail, when she was six months old with you to go and discuss this case. Tell us about he that uses story an emotive prop. her crying in the middle of one of the meetings was a loud reminder <laughs> of how important this issue is. So absolutely, we had uh, flown down to Mississippi, flown all day, you know, navigated a connecting flight, and Abigail was exhausted. Uh, we didn't have time to check in, so we're, we're running to the meeting room, and thankfully she fell asleep on the way. Um, but not too long after we'd sat down to sort of dive into these complex legal discussions on strategy and how best to approach the case, uh, she wakes up screaming. God, I hate that and, smile. And as awkward and as uncomfortable as it was. I'm so afraid you're going to see so much more of these two. Discussions. She was just a real tangible reminder of why the Dobbs case matters. Um, she was this curly-headed, loud, how to, loud, uh, chubby-cheeked infant um, who was absolutely precious and absolutely unique. Um, but the thing is, Ainsley, she's not avenging pineapple. Agreed. Any other baby at whatever age, uh, they are all deserving of protection and deserving of life. And you'll have to read it. It's great. It's on foxnews.com. Did y'all meet when you were both clerking for Justice Roberts? Yeah, we did. And uh, we started dating that year, Ainsley. And uh... and once again, this is, this is Fox News just straight up being propaganda. Oh, go to our website and read this whole profile, glowing profile we did of a politician. We're not going to ask them any hard questions. We're going to promote... Promote their endeavors. Just unreal. They look like they came from a casting call to uh, central casting for stereotypical white people. Exactly. Speaking of stereotypical white people, Tucker Carlson says that American education was wrecked by desegregated busing. There we go, there's the clip. That's what the Green New Deal looks like in Sri Lanka. Now we know what you're thinking. Oh, oh so he's a the, pampered now I know, now I know where the right winger earlier today said Green New Deal in Sri Lanka. And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i should have hit the content warning for tucker carlson my apologies 
Wait, what are you doing? Green New Deal in Sri Lanka. So I, I actually had to, and you know, like I, I wasn't properly informed on what's going on in, to, in Sri Lanka. To know, like, maybe the Green New Deal, a policy proposal that hasn't even been put into effect anywhere in this country, would have some sort of effect in Sri Lanka. And I looked at what the the president was accused of doing. And it was it was corruption, broad tax cuts, giveaways to corporations. That's that's what caused the problems in Sri Lanka. Now those, those policies, the Reaganomic style policies, the U.S. style, the the shit that we have exported, put them in a position based upon the COVID pandemic shutting down their uh, tourism. It put them in a it put them in a precarious position because of uh, the IMF offering them a bailout that, of course, is going to be predatory. But I don't. Other than the fact that he banned the use of. Like pesticides. That's 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 the thing in Sri Lanka that can be called anything close to resembling Green New Deal. And I had a right winger say that shit to me earlier today. Fucking idiot. Right wingers are morons. That's what the Green New Deal looks like in Sri Lanka. Now we know what you're thinking. Oh, so pampered lifestyle liberals in the United States just destroyed something else. They did to Sri Lanka what busing did to American education, just absolutely wrecked it and then walked away like it never happened. So that's the downside. Desegregated busing wrecked American education. And here's the thing is he wasn't even making a point about busing or anything. That's just a an analogy that he used while accusing Sri Lanka of adopting Green New Deal policies. That's what the Green New Deal looks like in Sri Lanka. Now, we know what you're thinking. Oh, so pampered lifestyle liberals in the United States just destroyed something else. They did to Sri Lanka what busing did to American education, just absolutely wrecked it and then walked away like it never happened. So that's the downside. People's lives were destroyed. It's happened a lot. That's... I I wish these people could feel embarrassment. Tucker. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's just stupid. Speaking of stupid, here's what Joe Biden had to say about Hispanic people. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the Blossoms, helped build Wait. this. What's a Bogoda? What's a Bogoda? Is she? Does she mean Bodega? Like I'm not even like I've never even been to New York, but does she mean Bodega? Did she say Bogoda? What? Like uh, uh. organization? 
with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio, <laughs> is your strength. The First Lady apologizes that her words conveyed anything but pure admiration and love for the Latino community. I don't even know, like, I'm not, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what the... ...helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami. I can't get over the Bogodas. <laughs> I don't know about the taco. Breakfast tacos are awesome. Why would you pick breakfast tacos? It was the taco remark that pissed people off. I'm not, I'm not sure. Like, I don't know. I mean... Hispanic people have a right to feel however they want to feel if you wouldn't compare it to tacos. I would be upset if it's like breakfast tacos and not like, you know, like actual street tacos. You know, I want I want I want like a real fucking taco. Not that taco bell shit. That's not a real fucking taco. What you talking about? All right, so let's talk about uh, Uvalde. Uh, I might want to hit the content warning for this. As Texas Governor Greg Abbott has joined the call. Uh, boom. So this is a video that I originally had on my notes about why surveillance video of the Texas school shooting hasn't been released. But in the time that this was posted earlier today and between us coming on, some surveillance video has been released. It's only about three minutes, but we're going to watch that here in just a second. Calls for the release of the surveillance footage from the Uvalde Elementary School shooting. A gunman Let's find out what those cops were actually doing. On May 24th, while police officers waited just outside that classroom. Cleo Green is with us this morning. And Cleo, we've seen some photos, some snippets. We have not seen the full video yet. No. And a lot of people are ready and waiting for it. Right. We've only seen those still images, as you said. Uh, it's been six weeks since that shooting at Robb Elementary School. And still a lot of questions remain. People want to see that video. They want to know what happened in yes. the 77 minutes from that gunman entering the school until officers were actually able to breach the classroom and take him down. Families in Uvalde, they want to see that video. Lawmakers want to see that video, and well, so does the governor. That video needs to be released, uh, as well as the well, audio. Abbott, Texas and hopefully he's not governor very much longer. Uvalde, they deserve to get to know exactly what happened, and I urge that it happen very quickly. All right, so what's the holdup here? The Uvalde district attorney will not allow the half of the of city video, budget citing the ongoing criminal nothing. investigation. The DA in Uvalde must give a no, 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 not do nothing to, to harass the parents outside. Austin. They say it shows that in the first 30 minutes, there were 13 rifles inside of the school with dozens of officers from multiple agencies, including DPS, standing in the hallway, waiting to enter the classroom for nearly 70 minutes. 
doing nothing. Uh, in the meantime, as you can imagine, the Valley community, they continue to protest. And since the beginning of this investigation, there's been a lot of things that needed to be cleared up and cleared up on social media as well, including the latest here, Representative Dustin Burroughs. He has been appointed as the chair investigative committee on the Valley school shooting. And initially he had said that the Uvalde mayor and DPS agreed on a date as to when that video would be released, but he was wrong. We need to wait for the DA now tweeting that it is my intention to show the hallway video to the people of Uvalde, regardless of any agreement. I will not release it to the public until the people of Uvalde have seen it for themselves. A lot of people waiting, a lot of people still waiting for answers. Kara, I'll send it to you. Yeah, and tired of waiting. Thank you, Cleo. In the wake of the shooting at Robb Elementary, the Texas Commission on Law Enforcement is considering school market. Kara went Kara, and she's like, I am tired of waiting. Marshals on campus. We all have concerns about putting guns in our schools, but at the same time, we know that these events are on the rise, and we've got to have a way of combating this. Round Rock, which is outside of Austin, underwent training yesterday, demonstrating what it would be like if a marshal were in place. A marshal could be anyone who is employed by a school district has a license to carry and passes a psychological exam. They'd also have to go through 80 hours of training. Right now, the decision to have this specialized employee is really up to the individual school district. Well, we don't have to wait any longer. We do have at least a piece of the video. That's what we're going to now. Uvalde shooting video shows gunmen entering school and opening fire, police response. For so many of you at home, not about taking away anyone trying to stop Biden I don't I don't know why that's playing this is the video we want we got about four minutes following video footage and audio is disturbing viewer discretion is advised so let's see what we see in this video Trailer's video shows a truck crash near Robb Elementary. There's the truck. The gunman in the crash vehicle fires three shots at two men who approach the crash scene. They go running. Teacher called nine one. This is what they've been doing. They edited the foot. They're not gonna. They're not gonna show us the raw footage. They've been editing it to weave their own narrative. This is at 11.31.55. This is a 911 call from one of the teachers. Gunman began shooting at the school from the parking lot. Damn, that is chilling. That is chilling fucking video. Young student comes around the corner as the gunman walks down the hall. Oh god, the kid. Fuck! 
more than 100 rounds are fired. So we, I just, I want to point out three minutes later, there's 1136 and cops are in there. They have more than, than one cop. There are two cops at least minutes after the gunman entered. Three, four, five, six, seven. God, you you all look like cowards. Yeah, you should be sweeping the rooms, clearing the classrooms. They were right behind him. Oh, watch him run. Officers retreat to the hallway and take cover after shots were fired by the gunman. Or heavily armed officers continue to arrive. By noon, we've got a whole decked out tactical team here. Look how fucking many of them there are. But now by this time we're at we're at twelve fucking thirty. There was there was the shot of the one getting hand sanitizer. Children are dying. This motherfucker's going over there getting hand sanitizer. cowardly things I've ever seen in my life. The Austin American statesman obtained the video of inside the elementary school when the shooter burst into the building and fired into a classroom. Officers responded to the scene and footage showing how authorities responded to the situation. The outlet published a roughly four minute long edited version of the footage. 19 school children and two adults were killed during the shooting. Gunman was also killed by authorities. Fucking remember, kids. Remember, shoot up kids. Shoot up kids. Shoot up drugs. Let's 
schools. It's another day in mass shooting USA. Get to some fun shit. A content warning on this next one. Where's that? There we go. A sixty-person cruise ship brawl erupts. Due to an alleged threesome. You live in sexual anarchy. They say three is a crowd. A chaotic 60 person brawl erupted on a carnival cruise last week with the footage recently going viral on social media, adding a sprinkle of spice to the story. The fight allegedly broke out over jealousy relating to a threesome between some passengers, significant others on board. Mandy, welcome. <laughs> My God, a sixty person brawl. Chaos took place inside the fifth floor nightclub at two a.m. on the Carnival Magic Cruise headed to New York City. Passenger Teresa James told Fox News Digital the fight broke out near the Verrazano Narrows Bridge when significant others accused their partners of cheating in a threesome. I mean, what happens on a cruise ship stays on a cruise ship. Following the confrontation, the dance floor descended into a full-blown melee. What can only be described as wild scenes. The video above shows fists flying in all directions with beer bottles heard smashing on the ground, according to a witness report from the New York Post. The skirmish flowed into the casino area on the same level before moving from the fifth floor to the first. As you'd expect, the shocking events led to a barrage of comments and replies on social media. Somewhere on that ship lies the most legendary instigator in history. A good 56 of those folks were fighting just to fight, laughing my ass off. One Twitter user took the glass half empty approach and said, on the other hand, seems like a good time was had by all. And isn't that what a cruise is all about? Good way to take all the stress out on, uh, out of one's life. I'm going to reiterate what I said earlier about cruise ships. I can't believe anybody's even on one right now or in any fucking time. Seem like floating cesspools to me. Three men have been charged for illegally uh, possessing a manuscript 
of the Eagles Hotel California. Three men were arraigned on Tuesday on charges they conspired to illegally possess and sell 100 pages of notes and lyrics from the Eagles album Hotel California, including Don Henley's lyrics to the songs Hotel California, Life in the Fast Lane, and New Kid in Town. A band biographer allegedly stole the handwritten manuscripts in the early 1970s. Or I'm sorry, in the 1970s and in 2005 sold them to Glenn Horowitz, a rare book dealer and one of three people charged on Tuesday. Horowitz then sold them to Craig M. Chiardi and Edward Kaczynski, according to the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. The charges include conspiracy, criminal possession of stolen property, and hindering uh, prosecution. New York is a world-class hub for art and culture, and those who deal cultural artifacts must scrupulously follow the law. There is no room for those who would seek to ignore the basic expectations of fair dealing uh, and undermine the public's confidence and trust in our cultural trade for their own ends. This is according to Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Henley filed police reports upon learning that in Chiardi and Kaczynski were trying to sell parts of the manuscripts. He also told them the materials were stolen and demanded they return his property. Prosecutors say the defendants responded by engaging in a years-long campaign to prevent Henley from retrieving his manuscripts. Apparently, they are going to be fighting the charges. DA's office alleges criminality where none exists and unfairly tarnishes the reputations of well-respected professionals. We will fight these unjustified charges vigorously. These men are innocent. Men also allegedly sought to sell the manuscripts through Christie's and Sotheby's auction houses and requested that Sotheby's hide Henley's claims from potential buyers prior to offering the manuscripts for sale at public auction in 2016. So the Manhattan DA's office retrieved Henley's stolen manuscripts from Sotheby's and from Kaczynski's New Jersey residence, including 84 pages of songs from the album Hotel California, where it's allegedly attempted to exploit the 2016 death of founding Eagles member Glenn Fry to prevent criminal prosecution, claiming the material originated from Fry. Fry, alas, is dead, and identifying him as the source would make this go away once and for all. The indictment quoted an email allegedly from Horowitz as saying, Wow, that's underhanded, dude. I wish you could feel embarrassment. Somebody who might be feeling embarrassment today is a news anchor who has been suspended from her job. We have the footage that got her suspended. Disheveled anchor suspended after slurring through broadcast. A disheveled news anchor in New York was suspended from CBS 6, Albany, after she slurred her way through Saturday evening's broadcast. 
Heather Kovar saw the camera cut away from her during the broadcast as she misspoke, slurred her words, and stumbled her way through a weather report. That sleep deprivation and exhaustion were the cause of her speaking snafus, according to a report. I totally understand it happens to me all the time. But also, I'm really fucking high. I'm usually not high enough for this shit. More than 50 million people across the country southeast are under warnings for excessive heat. And boy, don't you know that? 105 degrees in Texas today. I just spoke with my mother. That's what she's dealing with. It's a major heat wave. And it is, it's, it's just hitting everywhere. We're so lucky. It's only 80 degrees here. We are really lucky here in the capital region. I mean, let me tell you about that. These areas are reaching such areas. I mean, it's Houston. These areas are reaching such areas. I mean, they're not expected. It has happened. Like, you don't need us telling you that it's bad. It's like, like people are being told to like stay inside, drink a lot of water. And we are just lucky. This weekend right here is so amazing. Uh, uh, meteorologist Craig Adams is right here with you. I'm sorry, Craig Adams. Why did I say that? Of course, clearly, like you're- Did, he, did she call, over, uh, did she call him Greg Abbott? And of course- telling you that it's bad it's like like people are being told to like stay inside drink a lot of water but you don't even need us telling you that it's bad <laughs> oh my god and we are just lucky this weekend right here is so amazing uh, uh meteorologist craig adams is right here with you Craig Adams, why did I say that? Of course, clearly, like here, we're taking a live look over uh, downtown Albany, and and of course... Do you guys think she looks disheveled? I don't know if I would describe her as disheveled. It's a weird way to put it in the article. Of course, just like me, meteorologist Craig Gold is working a double shift, and so um, he's in, and we've been, we've been tracking this, and you know, we've been talking about just like what it's been like across the country, and the different reasons that why it's so hot in other areas, and we're having really nice weather here, so let's get over to uh, Craig Gold. Hey, yep. Craig. What do now, Craig? Good evening, Heather, and yeah, the weather has been quite nice here across the northeast. Maybe she maybe she took a nap in the studio. It's possible. She said she had worked a double. I mean I feel sorry for her, but <laughs> So at this moment what it is is like she's not reading off the teleprompter. She's she's ad libbing as she tosses to the weather person. Oh my god, her father had died? Oh, poor lady. If that's true, then like, oh, poor thing. Then she may very, she, she could absolutely not have slept, been taking some medication for depression. Her hair is just a little messed up. She's not disheveled. Oh, poor lady. If her father just died. 
million people across the country southeast are under warnings for excessive heat. And boy, don't I feel you bad know. making fun of her then. Five degrees in Texas today. I just spoke with my mother. That's what she's dealing with. It's a major heat wave. And it is, it's, it's just heading everywhere. We're so lucky. It's only 80 degrees here. We are really lucky here in the capital region. I mean, let me tell you about Could that. Be sleep These deprivation. Are reaching such areas. I mean, it's Houston, Austin, San Antonio. I mean, they're not expected. It has happened. Like, you don't need us telling you that it's bad. It's like, like people are being told to like stay inside, drink a lot of water, and we are just lucky. This weekend, right very good advice. Amazing. Stay inside, drink uh, a lot of water. You're all just Craig Adams, right here with your. Uh, I'm sorry, Craig Adams. Why did I say that? Craig Abbott. Like here, we're taking a live look over uh, downtown. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm so sorry. I hope everything gets gets straightened out. She's been suspended by the station. She said she had returned early from family leave following my dad's death. On Friday, I notified the station I would not be renewing my contract, which expires on July 31st. Saturday, I was scheduled to work the early morning 6 a.m. shift and the evening shift. I was sleep-deprived and exhausted. Viewers and social media users are blaming substance abuse. She drank a double on one Twitter user post. So that might be that might be harsh. Heather Kovar has been suspended pending our internal investigation. We have no further comment at this time. Aww. I just, I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel. I'm sorry you lost your father, ma'am. I really am. Let's move to some people that we can make fun of. Nobody to root for in this situation. Matt Walsh had an encounter with author J.K. Rowling on Twitter. And uh, he detailed uh, the encounter on his show, The Matt Walsh Show. One time, he talked about the Troll Patrol on The Matt Walsh Show. And uh, he said, I was a formidable voice in the culture. Justin Freakin, the formidable voice in the culture. Or she can stream, get drunk and stream. Lean into it. Say you were the drunk news anchor and stream. Go for it. So Matt Walsh returning from his vacation. Let's uh, let's hear what he has to say about his run-in with J.K. Rowling. To uh, my show from vacation today, which means that in preparation for this event, I had to make my official return to Twitter yesterday. I had only ventured, you know, back into that overflowing cyber septic tank for a few hours before my name was trending. And I thought that at first, you know, I was trending because everybody was well. Why don't you just get off Twitter if it's an overflowing septic tank? It would be it'd be less of an overflowing septic tank if you weren't there, Matt. Were considerably less friendly. I guess that's no surprise on second thought. The conversation seemed to revolve around a brief argument that I had with J.K. Rowling on Sunday, because, of course, the first thing that I do when I come back from vacation and I'm really well rested is I, I pick a fight with a random famous person. But before we get to that, we need to back up all the way to uh, ancient history, which was last Tuesday when I was still out fishing and the singer Macy Gray was igniting a media firestorm by controversially suggesting that women exist. 
So during her appearance on Piers Morgan, where I, assume, I think she was promoting an album or something like that. Is she relevant? Where did she even, like, she had that one song in, like, maybe 96, 95. Maybe, maybe I'm a little too, maybe I'm a little too far back. Maybe it was 97, 98. I try to uh, say goodbye and I choke. Yeah, I fucked it up. Fucked it up real bad. Should have done everybody a favor and stayed on vacation. Matt's entire show is him not understanding anything. I don't think he, no, if you, if you look at the engagement that like Matt Walsh gets compared to Ben Shapiro, like ain't nobody really watching Matt Walsh. Ain't nobody really watching him. That she, uh, the, the conversation kind most, of most of Matt Walsh's views are probably coming from people like me and Vosh, Keffels, and shit watching him and making fun of him. To the topic of gender, and Morgan posed the ultimate question, of course, the question of our generation, which um, uh, Gray had at first no trouble answering at all. I'm sure you've heard this this clip already, but uh, let's play it again just for our. Oh, no, let's play. I have not played it, so let's play it. If I asked you what a woman is, what would you say? I would say uh, a human being with uh, boobs. How <laughs> you to start there? Yeah, I mean yeah. the dictionary is quite straightforward. It just says a human adult female, yeah. right? It is not a no, that is not a good people. definition. Yeah, see, that's, now that's a getting human good. being with boobs. There are plenty of men with boobs, yeah, ma'am. That's and I'm not back. sure why, really. It's a, it's a bit like this whole issue of, of transgenders mm. in sport. Because I, I, I support all trans rights to fairness and equality. Me too. But not where you have people born Do to these really? physical superior bodies. Me too. Transitioning and then thrashing the women at their sport. Oh, my God. And I, I will say this, and everybody's going to hate me, but as a woman, just because you go change your parts doesn't make you a woman. Right. Sorry. You feel that? I know that for a fact. Like if you what in the world makes you a woman, ma'am? Because that's what you want. But that doesn't make you a woman just because I call you a her and just because you got a surgery. So thus began the... Why are you guys so obsessed with this? Why is so much media dedicated to this? Gray was reviled by the left, slammed as a transphobe and a bigot. And she's, you know, well, she's she's marginalizing and erasing trans people through her refusal to allow women to be marginalized and erased. That's basically the accusation. And meanwhile, on the other side of it, the the right hailed her as a hero, you know, a a courageous warrior triumphing over cancel culture. Uh, She was applauded for standing firm and and being bold in the face of the backlash. But the applause, as is almost always the case, unfortunately, came too soon. Uh, Gray made it all of about three days before buckling. And on Thursday of the very same week, who cancels the singer who? made the traditional pilgrimage to a morning TV show to express her deep regrets and sorrow and to beg for absolution. She explained that over the previous couple of days, the experience of having a bunch of blue-haired freaks scream scream. She had some friends that corrected her ass. Enlightening. She'd learned a lot from the blue-haired freaks. That's my word. She's in the entertainment business. In fact, she learned that um Everything she thought she knew about the world was wrong. Uh, biology is a myth, and that she, as a woman, doesn't actually exist. She learned all of this in two or three days. And they had taught her this by crying and screaming. It was the most educational temper tantrum she'd ever witnessed, apparently. Let's watch that. I never, of course, meant to hurt anybody with 
with uh, what I said. I'm, a, I'm actually a huge, uh, I think it takes a lot of courage to be yourself, to, to, to go out in the world and be honest about who you are. And uh, so I think anyone who is uh, in the LGBT community is a hero and, and sets an example for all of us with that, you know? Um, so I said some things uh, that, that uh, didn't go over well, but um, my Understatement. To, to hurt anybody, I feel bad uh, that I did hurt some people. And, and I think it's, it's um, you know, just about education. It's about conversation and, and us getting to a point where we understand each other. And, and, um, and, and that, that only happens with, you know, I've, I've learned a lot through this. Mm -hmm. So I think that that was one of the reasons uh, it might have happened. Just it was a, a huge learning experience for me. You know what? I, I think you 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 can, like I said in there, you can call yourself what, like you you whoever you believe you are, mm -hmm. and and no one can dictate that for you or take that what away. What a what a weird. I think life is an interview process. The more you sit yeah. with people, the more you talk to people, it changes your perspective. So has has your perspective changed? Do you feel? I've, I've learned so much, and I, and I think, um, you know, being a woman is a vibe, and it's something mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very proud of, and it's, it's very precious to me, and, and I, I think that if you, in your heart, feel that that's what you are, then that's what you are, regardless of what anybody says mm -hmm. or thinks, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's a good thing, you know, that all the groveling bases were covered there. She didn't skip any of the steps. She was very thorough in that way. Uh, the script was followed with precision. Uh, and, and though we, we've grown so accustomed to seeing this pageant of humiliation play out, it never gets any easier to watch, at least not for me anyway. Each time I feel like I'm watching somebody cut their own heart out of their chest. It's grotesque and disgusting and humiliating, but weirdly fascinating. You're just kind of glued to the screen watching this. That is the way you could describe Matt Walsh's um, show. You, you can't look away as much as you want to because we know the steps here. Step one. The penitent claims that she's learned a lot and she's been educated. That's the necessary first step. Never explains what she's learned exactly or how she learned it or exactly what insights her critics offered to her. That's because there was, there was no insight unless guttural screaming and demonic convulsing counts as an insight. But there, there was like nobody she, she detailed any guttural you know, screaming. She lays down her offerings at their feet. She bows before them in worship, adoring them, declaring in this case that everybody in the LGBT community is a hero, all of them. Because, um, of course, it requires true heroism to belong to the most protected, privileged, and coddled and applauded group of people to ever exist on planet. Really? That, that requires heroism. Really? And then step three, she finally really? renounces all of her past beliefs. She renounces reality and truth itself. She renounces, renounces her own existence. The most applauded and appreciated group of like, like veterans in this country aren't applauded and, and have their dick sucked. Get a discount everywhere. I don't even know. Like, there's no gay discount. You don't go to Bob Evans, get a gay discount. God damn it. We need to demand that. There needs to be a discount for the LGBTQ community during uh, Pride Month. Dustin, what's going on? 
I want my, I want my, I suck some cock every now and again discount at Bob Evans. I, I, I don't remember Macy Gray butchering the national anthem. I, I don't, I don't watch sporty ball. Really? Proclaiming that contrary to what she had always thought up until about breakfast time that morning, there is no objective or biological basis to womanhood. Being a woman is, as she put it, uh, a vibe. You know, it's just a vibe. A woman isn't anything. But, you know, if you feel like you are one... That 11 was a whole vibe. And what you are is nothing. All women are nothing, and everybody is invited to join them in their nothingness. Now, of course, if being a woman is just a vibe then it doesn't really make a lot of sense for men to take drugs or get surgeries as part of their transition process. There is no such thing as a vibe surgery. You can't surgically implant or remove a vibe, right? You can't go to the doctor and say, uh, you know, I, 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 I want to have a certain vibe. Can you give me a certain... That doesn't make any sense. If it's all about the vibe, if it's about the feeling, then the whole gender transition industry makes no sense and it's built on a false premise. So it turns out that either way, whether the claims made by gender ideology are wrong or right, the whole process of gender transition is nonsense. Wrong, wrong. You are wrong. We are correct here. Let me let me show you how this is the whole vibe. Transgender brains are more like their desired gender from an early age. Brain activity and structure in transgender adolescents more closely resembles the typical uh, activation patterns of their desired gender, according to findings to be presented in Barcelona at the European Society of Endocrinology annual meeting in 2018. uh, These findings suggest that differences in brain function may occur early in development and that brain imaging may be a useful tool for earlier identification of transgenderism in young people. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Matt. It kind of, it kind of is, you know, a vibe. It kind of is a vibe. Sensical and false, either way. But as we've learned, um, we cannot expect the proponents of this idea to notice these kinds of contradictions or care about them if they do notice them. This all brings us back to the beginning of our story. Um, I criticized Macy Gray for, you know, on Twitter for being a gutless coward which is what she is. And uh, after some pushback to that, I tweeted this. She gave up to the woke moralist mob who would have canceled her. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. I said, sorry, but women who publicly renounce the definition of woman for fear of mean comments from trans activists deserve all the scorn they get. That kind of gutless cowardice is exactly what got us into this position in the first place. That's what I said. Okay. Now, a little while later, J.K. Rowling, who famously has stood up courageously against the trans mob, uh, responded to me with a defense of Gray and of other women who have similarly folded like cheap lawn chairs. Rowling tweeted in response to me, she said, endless death threats and rape threats, threats of loss of livelihood, employers targeted, physical harassment, family addresses posted online with pictures of bomb making manuals aren't mean comments. If you don't yet understand what happens to women who stand up on this issue, back off. Oh, you should imagine what happens to trans people when they're open about just being trans. They prefer to call themselves. If you think that's bad, not to not to downgrade the plight of women. 
Women I have women family. have dicks in their inboxes constantly when they when they not even when they snub a guy, but when a guy perceives that a woman has snubbed them, they will turn fucking violent on them in a heartbeat. It's the weirdest fucking thing. I do not understand the way men interact with women. I am sorry to women who have to exist in this space. Not to not to downplay the plight of women, but if you can if you think that is bad, imagine what it's like being a trans person who is open about it. Imagine what it's like being a trans person who is open about being trans. Quite a lot since my film came out. Uh, that that it's easy for me. They say uh, I, I don't know what it's like. Okay, um, I don't have to make the same kind of sacrifices. I don't put the same things on the line. My sacrifice. Nobody attacks me the way they attack women who speak out. And now Rowling, whose courage on this issue, I as I said, I really respect, and I've said that many times, is singing the same tune. But she's completely wrong, of course. And and it just shows how feminists who criticize the trans agenda, even though they're right about the issue of transgenderism, they're still hamstrung and handicapped by left-wing identity politics. Hey, Mandy, he's famous enough to know who I am. He called me a formidable voice in the culture. Justin Freakin, the formidable voice in the culture. Uh, He probably gives like 2,000, 3,000 views on his shit. He's he's a couple notches above me, I guess, on the ladder. Politics and victimology. They can't accept an alliance with a man because they resent us for our perceived privilege. Even though it's a privilege they've completely invented in their heads. Because the fact is that nearly everything she describes, um, the things that I can't understand, supposedly, because they only happen to women, supposedly... They have happened to me with great frequency. And for oh, you're the victim here. Past month and before that, but especially over the past month. I've had many deaths. Well, I mean, as I've said, as I've said numerous times, just people in the public eye get death threats. But I can tell you that I would, I would not trade places with a woman. I would not trade places with a trans person. In terms of, in terms of public persona, not saying that being a woman or being a trans person wouldn't be cool. Uh, not to degrade the experience, just existing in an online space which you interact with people. I would not trade my position as a privileged white person, a privileged white man. That's right. I've been doxxed many times. Okay, I don't. I don't. The thing is, I don't talk about these things a lot. I mention them here and there. I don't spend a lot of time talking about them, but I can assure you they are happening. You are now. Uh, I have been threatened harassed, insulted. They've tried to deplatform me. They've tried to get me fired. They've tried to get my advertisers to boycott me, et cetera. And so now, I want, I want to, I want to say that they claimed that there was a, uh, DDS attack, a denial of service attack on the daily wire website. When his movie, what is a woman debuted? That didn't actually happen. What really happened was his website was not equipped to handle all of the traffic 
because they promoted the hell out of the movie. So the website couldn't handle the traffic and it went down when the movie was supposed to premiere. And then they claimed... That's how dishonest they are. They claimed that the left tried to silence them because they got to play victim. Then it's like, oh, it's the movie the left doesn't want you to see. Yuck, 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 yuck. Fucking bullshit. Matt Walsh, you're full of shit. You're full of shit, Matt Walsh. Forth over and over and over again. Um, I don't doubt at all that trans activists are vicious monsters towards any woman who defies them. But the operative aspect there is defies them, not woman. He he has made defiance from anyone. The survival no of the to back up that claim view, as we've seen, depends on silencing all of the opposition, no matter who it's coming from. Doesn't matter if it's the idea that if it's coming from a from a white conservative man that they're going to lay off. No, he's good. He's one of the good ones. Let's leave him alone. It's just, uh, it's hilarious. But here's the thing. If I had over the past month or any Wet if I, mulch, I like it. cave to the mob and pull a Macy Gray, I would deserve scorn too. Endless amounts of it. Okay. I, I would tell, I'm telling you right now, if I ever were to do that, you should scorn me and despise me for that. I scorn you That's and despise you as, as it is right bad. now, Matt Walsh. I'd quite literally rather be dead than surrender to these people. I'd rather take a bullet to the head than debate. I wish. Macy Gray did, and it wouldn't even be a difficult choice. Make my but day, Matt. And I crumbled under the onslaught and turned traitor on truth for the sake of protecting myself. I would be a, I would be a, 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 a worse villain. I think what he's saying is like he tried to walk away, but he choked. He's tried to say goodbye, but he crumbled. In this story, than any individual trans militant, because as I said, in the try to say goodbye and I choked. Got us into this mess. Try to walk away and I stumbled. Well, I didn't like the song because I, there were never I've enough, never really and still are not enough, trans militants to forcibly drag our society into the mass epidemic of madness that we're currently experiencing. They can't do it on their own, without our consent. As much as they would like to, as much as they're trying to, they can't. In order for this to happen, it has it has required and will continue to require. The acquiescence of countless people who know better, who know the truth, but implicitly, or in many cases, explicitly renounce and disavow that knowledge in order to preserve their own comfort and their own safety. But most of the time, it's just their own comfort because most of the time their safety is not really in jeopardy. Sometimes it is, but in most cases, it's not. You know, I really don't think that anyone was going to go kill me. Let me show you the statistics, sir. Because of a a, conversation she had on Piers Morgan. I wouldn't put anything past these people, but I really doubt that was going to happen. What she was trying to protect was her financial security and just her comfort. And and really, she just wanted to get along with her Hollywood friends and her friends in the music industry. And that's what she was trying to protect. Every time a coward collapses like this, betraying themselves. As I said, she probably had had a friend that set her fucking straight. That's what happened. Just say it. She has a friend. She's got like a, she's got like a trans sister or some shit. Like, hey, let me tell you something. Here's what's up. Common sense when they when they 
when we are betrayed in this way, as we are so often, they only make it that much harder for whoever the mob turns its sights on next. So it's not a victimless crime here. The mob, the woke moralists. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. We will see, Jordan. The mob is emboldened and fueled by every souls to it. They are vultures who feed on the dignity that you abandon and leave on the floor. They they feast on your subservience and your submission and your self-debasement. The only way to stop them is to starve them of this fuel, is to look them in the eyes and say, no, I apologize for nothing. I am right. You are wrong. Now go scream about it some more, you damned hobgoblins. I don't care. They don't scare me. And Nobody's la- been screaming about anything. Anything less than that. And you're part of the problem. We're laughing at you, Matt Walsh. Nobody been, nobody's been screaming about anything. There's no hobgoblin screaming. You're the one that uh, devoted a whole 15-minute segment to airing your grievances. Speaking of right-wingers airing their grievances, let's check in with Ben Stein. You might know Ben Stein from the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He had a, a game show called Win Ben Stein's Money that had, like, I, wasn't Jimmy Kimmel on that shit? Ben Stein goes on an epic rant calling out exactly how the ruling class is destroying America. The ruling class. Stein is still alive. Yes, he's an old man yells at Cloud. Because who the fuck is the ruling class? This dude. This dude. Is he in LA right now in some fucking condominium overlooking a goddamn city? Look at that skyline. He's going to lecture me on the fucking ruling class? Come the fuck on. The United States of America was by far the most powerful, richest country in the world. We had everything going for us. We had more money than any other country. We were more productive than any other country. We had a more powerful armed force than any other country. And we were just seeing... Just like, just like Matt Walsh and his What is a Woman documentary, Ben Stein's No Intelligence Allowed documentary was highly deceptive, and that's how they got interviews with people. They told them one thing... That it was that it was a uh, a fair look at the at the fucking argument of evolution, whatever the fuck. And then it wasn't. It was it was an attack on evolution, and all the professors that appeared in it got really upset about the way their their words were twisted. Ben Stein, seemingly never gonna stop. What stopped us? What slowed us down? Telling people, you don't have to work. You don't have to study. You don't have to pay attention. You don't have to respect your elders. You don't have to respect your juniors. We just let this country fall apart. We just took it and we let it fall apart. We took all the people who wanted to hate America. We said, go ahead and hate. We're not going to prosecute you if you commit crimes. We're not going to make you do school. I don't know what the fuck he's even talking about. By little, and then 
faster and faster, we started to fall apart. This has got to stop. This country is the best thing that has ever happened to the human race. We can't let it go. We cannot let it I, go. That can't possibly be true. Hate America. There is a large network of people out there who hate America. You know, you know, we are the exact people he's accusing of hating America. It's us. It's us. Come on, man. We're the woke moralists. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. I would love to craft a system that encourages studying. America, let's not give in to them. Let's insist that people work, study, follow the law, and let's not have the criminal. I don't hate America at all. Before the victim gets out of the hospital, let's pay attention to what is right and do it. Americans oh, are done bitty, with this administration. Americans are done with people who hate. What the fuck is this dude's name again? I've played his videos many times. Fucking Ben Stein didn't even say Benny Johnson. Ben Stein didn't even even say anything of substance. We've got another two and a half minutes. Benny Johnson. Our country, Americans are done with being treated like garbage. Americans are done with having our nation treated like garbage. Americans are just done, D-O-N-E. They don't like the open borders. They don't like the collapsed economy. They don't like the- The fuck? The immorality being taught to our children and being diffused through our veins. It is hateful to us because we are people. We are moral people. And we are people who love this country a lot. And so we are saying no. We're saying no. We're saying no to border invasions. We're saying no to corrupt corporate reporting. Uh, we're, you know, we're we're going to be fighting back, and we're going to be hitting back uh, as it pertains to the culture wars. And, you know, the, this is the yeah. We watched the uh, we watched the surveillance video uh, about through 30, 40 particularly minutes ago. the right that the culture war was a zero sum game, and that there would somehow be this day was that war machine, war, and there'd be zero winners. Right, you'd have just this sort of homogenous gray matter stasis. And that's not the case. No, no. The case is actually, in fact, the opposite, is that there will be a winner. There is no such thing as a place as valuable as America and a people as valuable as America just to be left you, to Benny Johnson. of history or to simply be abandoned in neutrality. It's not the case. It won't happen. The left, while the right sort of sat back has gone full on into the culture war and are showing their total totalitarian and communist uh, totalitarian and communist up yours woke moralists we'll see who cancels who tots and when it, as it pertains to uh, sexual identity in schools and as it pertains to uh, everything from that to January 6th where in January 6th you have this extra judicial Soviet era Stalinist style committee that has already come to a conclusion and are simply trying to beat and badger witnesses in order to get to that. Wow. Again, extra judicious. It's wrong. It's something we shouldn't tolerate in America. It's happening. Yeah, yeah the right has sat back and watched the and culture war. must be strong. We are represent the majority. We represent the majority of the country. You're not the majority at all. Save this place. And so Americans are fit. By no stretch of the imagination. Take back this country and, 
We're very encouraged to see what's happening in Florida. We're encouraged to see what's happening around the nation. We're pushing back and we will win. God damn. Woke moralists. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. OAS music, what is up? Or is it OS music? Am I saying it correctly? I, okay, so, like, he is in, he is, uh, first of all, he has stretched his video out. He is in, uh, a weird, uh, resolution. But also, I have fucked up the video a little bit, because I've, I, my monitor, my monitor situation, my monitor situation is not what it should be. I lost a monitor. I lost the monitor that is shaped like the square that li- that allowed me to do the troll patrol like this. So it's a little fucked up. Overlook it. So last night we did the James Webb telescope. We looked at the galaxies that were what 4.6 billion years in the past today they released some other photos yes sparkles through my monitor out the window that's what happened (laughs) we've got some other pictures they released today a new batch of images from the James Webb and Space Telescope. It is totally plausible. You make a very good point, Mergen. It is sad that Hubble is trashed here now, but it's like fucking awesome we can see four billion years in the past. Five galaxies. 290 million light years away. Holy fuck. The Carina Nebula, one of the broader stellar neuro series? Nurse series? Nurseries? (laughs) Motherfuck, let's watch that again. That was too short. I need a spacey person to explain this to me. Where's a Neil deGrasse Tyson telling me what these videos are, or what these uh, pictures are all about, what we're looking at? Some of the images older than four billion. I, this is this is the one that Biden unveiled yesterday that we looked at last night. And, uh, it, like, it said that, uh, the, the galaxies were 4.6 billion years. I assume that's one of these fainter ones right here. The ones that had the shiny spikes, I figured they were more nearby. The shinies are near, okay, okay, yeah, you're saying the, the nearby ones. That's what I'm saying, I was, I was figuring the fainter ones are the ones that are, like, 4 billion years away, or, yeah, 4 billion light years away. Deeper into the cosmos than humanity has ever seen. This is exciting. This is exciting as fuck. Five galaxies, 290 million light years away. 
exact war machine which is an ironic name yes imagine if we spent all that fucking funding on nasa funding instead of war the Carina Nebula, one of the bright stellar nurseries in the sky, about 7,600 light years away. God damn, this is so cool. Ah, it's still not long enough. I'm going to try to find better video for tomorrow. Some space nerd actually explaining to us what's going on. Till then, you know how we end this bitch. You get a you get an animal video. This is a puppy watching a toddler. Golden retriever. Go down a slide. My, uh, oh shit. God damn it. This is why I don't like TikTok. My ad blocker was too powerful. My ad blocker was too powerful. Puppy helps her go up and down the slide. That is too fucking cute. Mergen, that's that's a wild possibility. If some other race has already figured out quantum entanglement over long distances, we may have alerted our liberators with these very images. That's it's a thought to ponder. It is a thought to ponder, but like, I just, I don't think that there is, you know, anything like that is theoretical. Anything like that is theoretical. And, and as of right now, we know of no, we know of no organism that could survive the vast distance it would take. Because once again, once again, I, I said it last night when we were looking at the, at the, at the picture it's teeming with life. It has to be. There has to be life out there. But, like, there's nothing that can live long enough to come to see us. There's nothing that can live long enough to come to see us. I'm just saying. That's uh, the unfortunate. Oh, I'm sorry, OAS. I'm sorry I did not see you uh, asked to show a cat. Uh, if you are still in here, I will round up a cat for you. Uh, Put Live! What is up, Put Live? Thank you for being a freaking follower. What a debate with you. Oh, shit. God damn it. Well, what do you want to debate about? What are What are we debating? Are you wanting to call in or are you wanting to Discord in? I mean, I'm never, I'm not going to, I'm not going to turn it down. 
you gotta you gotta tell me you gotta tell me what you Roe v. Wade is what you want to debate. What if, what we got going on over here? Garham Bestat Eight. Welcome. Thank you for being freaking followers. Stream Elements has not been uh, cooperating with me. I turned that shit off. Okay, hop hop in the Discord. Give us a ringy ding ding on the phone. Whichever one works for you. The phone number is 917-830-4359. The Discord, you can hit bang Discord down in the comments. The link. Totally got you covered. Whichever whichever one you are more comfortable with is what we'll we will go with. Roll Patrol is sometimes educational. Okay, so I've got I've got several people over here in the Discord. Well, let's see what you guys want to talk about. Let me hop in there with you. Yeah, what's, what's up? up? What's going on? How you doing? How's, how's it going? Am I am I high enough for this shit? Are <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you are you on the left or the right? Mostly, I'm on the left. All right. <laughs> what you guys got? What you want to talk about? Talk about uh. What's your opinion on Roe vs. Wade? I was very much pro Roe v. Wade. It should not have been overturned. It was president. Already decided by the court. It seemed very I mean, do you respect me. it? Do you respect the court's ruling on it? Obviously not. Do you mean do you mean the current Supreme Court? Yeah. What do you mean by respect it? I mean, like, do you, I mean, do you say you support it or you don't support it? I didn't hear you. Well, I do not support the current Supreme Court, but like, when you say respected, if I was practicing law, I would have to operate as if it, as if it was the law of the land. Correct? That would be respecting it. I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Are you? Are you? Uh, did you vote so, for? Yeah. Would you re vote for Biden? I did indeed vote for Biden. How come? How how come? <laughs> yeah, this is this is an interesting conversation, guys. Is this the best you've got? You're you're asking me how? Come I don't I don't provide? understand. I'm just saying like he doesn't seem like he's like in shape to be our president. You know what I mean? And you and you thought that Trump was? I never said that, but I do think that. <laughs> 
You think the Trump was in shape to be president? Is. I question your judgment. Well, I don't think he's in shape. That's what I'm just wondering. He can ride a bike, though. Well, so can, apparently so can Biden. Here's the thing. Like, and this is like, <laughs> hey, this is absolutely fucking meaningless. I don't want to talk about fucking bike riding. I know. <laughs> like, he's like, this is the dumbest thing to argue about. But apparently, like, the fucking... And Biden rides a bike a lot. He was riding a bike yesterday as well. But, like, here's the thing is, like, he took the fall like a champ. And you guys want to <laughs> make fun of him for that. It's weird. It's like there, there is so the much that you can be. Uh, there is so much that you can be uh, uh, ill content with about just Biden. Like a joke, in that my is, opinion. I lo- well, obviously like I do a show with a troll head, so I do like a joke, right? But like, fucking, <laughs> he fell off his bike. Isn't really fucking funny. Do you see what I'm saying? It's funny. I'm to trying. Watch I'm trying to be on a on a higher level. Not be able to walk up the stairs at Air Force One. Dude, 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 You told me. You told me that Trump was fit, and yet you're talking about walking up stairs. Did you not see that motherfucker almost fall down a ramp and had to hold on to one of these generals as he walked down? Holy shit! Ramp but this sense. is not shit. <laughs> this is not shit that I like to argue about. I like to argue about facts and data. Okay. Shit, okay. that, shit that is like able to be proven. Okay, but it is a fact that he just reads off a teleprompter for his speeches. Oh uh, man, like I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like speeches are carefully crafted by speech writers. I'm in communications; it's what I do. I would be very upset if I worked really hard to craft a speech. And the president doesn't go out there and read this. They're like, what you're complaining about is fucking nonsense. Bro, if, nobody if, if memorizes I'm speeches speech, like I'm that. Giving, News yeah, anchors do. don't memorize their fucking scripts. Oh, my God. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. oh, my. If I'm the president of the United States and I'm giving a speech, I'm not going to be reading off a piece of paper. That just yes, you like yes, you would. Yes, you would. You got to. You gotta That's the way it it's fucking done. Just some people, like, fucking Obama was good at it, so you didn't notice he was reading all the teleprompter. You have no idea what you're talking about. How old are you? 42. No, you're not. You're not 42. <laughs> I'm 16. Or 17. So you can't even vote yet. You're gonna call in and argue with me. That, isn't that smart, though? Argue before I vote? <laughs> Well, let's say, okay, when I was 16, I was president of the Young Republicans. And now, now I... Well, I you were I'm, right? You what? You were on the right when you were 16? Yes. I wore, I wore polos and khaki pants and I tucked them in. That doesn't make you on the right, bro. So you, I was so very uptight. Like that white, makes me on the right. Privileged people are all. Well, I, I was I was president of the Young Republicans, so I, I'm, I'm pretty. I think I think my bona fides are not in question. I campaigned for John McCain in the 2000 Republican primary. Nice. What happened? What do you mean? What happened? I got in the real world and understood how everything fucking worked. Like what? Republican policies do not work. 
whatsoever. Like what? Yes, Dustin McCain lost, unfortunately. I well, I don't know. Unfortunately, I fucking I, Al Gore won that election, and we still didn't get him as a president. I can show you. I can show you the data, my friend. Every okay. Here, let me give you this. I was born in 1984. Every Republican in my lifetime has overseen uh, a ballooned national debt and a recession. Every Democrat in my lifetime has seen an economic re- recovery and record GDP growth. That's a fact. The the only president in the last 100 years to balance the budget was Bill Clinton in the 90s. Left us with a surplus, a Democrat. Just like in my lifetime, the Democrats are the better party to have in power. Mm-hmm. When you hear, okay, and here's another thing: is a lot of people don't understand that as to the extent that the presidents have an effect on economic policy, that policy takes two or three years to actually have an effect. So what Trump was bragging about as being this record economy was actually just the Obama continuation. I can even I can show you the graphs. They just continue the trends Obama had. Then COVID hits, everything goes haywire, and you're now living in the Trump economy with the Trump policies. Well, what do you think about COVID? What I know people that think that some people were involved in it, involved in it that were trying to set up Trump for disaster. What the fuck does that mean? What do you think it means? There's like conspiracy theories like Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like a stupid ass conspiracy theory. I want to hear I just I just want to know what's your opinion on a 9/11 and landing on the moon? <laughs> I Do you believe I, those conspiracy theories? So I used to be a 9/11 truther. In the mid two in the so mid two thousands, I used to believe that nine eleven was, was an inside up? job. You think America did it? Uh, yeah, I thought Bush committed nine eleven. And do you think we landed on the moon or no? We we did indeed land on the moon. Okay, yeah. <laughs> do you believe that we landed on the moon? Of course. I want to. Uh, the more interesting question is, what do you believe about nine eleven? I believe that we did not do it to ourselves. It was a terrorist attack. Yeah. What makes you think that it wasn't? Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't. Oh, you I think th- it was a terrorist attack? I said I used to. Well, the, the Saudis funded it. Clearly, I've read the I've read the nine eleven commission report, my friend. I owned I owned the motherfucker. I bought it when it came out. Mandy's like they weren't even fucking alive then. I wasn't. Yes, I changed my mind after when I went. I went back to school later on in life, and uh, my minor and then like my second degree was philosophy. See what? The chat. He changed his mind. <laughs> I did. I changed my mind. I I changed my mind when I'm wrong, just like I changed my mind from being a Republican to a Democrat. Or like I I don't I wouldn't even really consider myself a Democrat. I'm much further left than the Democrats. I just I caucus with the Democrats. Put me put me in the basket with a Bernie Sanders. What about uh 
I've left them speechless. What the fuck's going on with you guys? There's three of you. I know. I'm the only one talking. I I thought you guys You're were going to be fun. I thought you were going to say some stupid shit. What about, uh, Tyler, you want to get Ryan in here? Say nah, some stupid boy, shit. Boy. Come on. Nah, don't be shy. You were talking about earlier about, like, every president having a teleprompter. Yeah, that's true, but... I mean, have you not seen the pictures of Biden literally having, like, instructions? It's like, take a seat, greet them. Dude, we're no fans of Biden around here. So, I mean, that's not... So why did you vote for him, bro? I've seen... I know so many liberals... Trump, Trump is a fascist, dude. Fascist? That's a little so far. you settled for no, Biden. It is, it is not far at all. Have, have you been watching the January 6th committee hearings? Mm, I've seen parts of them. I really watched the whole thing. I'm kind like of I fucking watched the whole fucking thing on. this afternoon. That's what I do. I cover this shit. You think Trump was involved in January 6th? Yeah, absolutely. We, we, I know he was. I've seen the evidence. You think he wanted them to break into the Capitol? And he wanted to make himself a dictator, dude. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's a little far what about, no that's not a little Biden far that is every that is exactly what the evidence says <laughs> uh, you're laughing but you're not educated on the matter I'm laughing at you at all <laughs> he's laughing probably at something else and he's laughing at you it's like a soundboard and he thinks I'm, it's funny bro I mean I know, <laughs> he's so funny right now some, sometimes I say funny shit. Like, I do do a show with a troll head, right? Not high <laughs> enough for this shit. Go on, talk to me about something. Have any of you been laid? Who's, who, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said you were underage. I don't want to talk about that shit. I can't talk about <laughs> minors. No, I mean, I'm 18. I'm 18. I'm going to say 18. I, I, I haven't. I haven't been laid. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. No, was it? I didn't want to talk about this shit with minors. It's weird. I'm saying I haven't. All of you, shut up. Do not <laughs> do not talk about anything sexual from now on. Even though this is an 18 plus channel. I don't see that. You better agree to that to get in here. Exactly, okay. Borg. Stop. I don't know what you guys got to say. What? What? You, you give me something interesting. I don't think. I don't think there's any argument for Rovis's way. Like, period. Because every time I try to argue with someone about Rovis's way, that's a liberal. They just say, "Oh," and then they're gonna go to foster care and live a like a bad life. But it's like, okay, yeah, or that, or they're dead. Like, <laughs> who cares? Who cares if they're like? They, do, they don't have what if you were aborted? Off? You would have been dead. <laughs> do what? You only live once, man. YOLO. This is what if stupid you as fucking argument. What if I have been you? aborted? Probably been a hell of a lot easier than the life I've led. Well, that's your fault. Why is that my fault? You just How died. obviously being dead is going to be easier than the life you're living, but... Yeah, yeah, you I mean, just, you just, okay, you, so you, okay, 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 here's, here's the thing, you can't convince me that bringing a child into this world in less than ideal circumstances is a child abuse, so I think it is morally, uh, uh, on your, on your part to abort a child, 
Okay, then why don't we just murder all mind. the people that there is no are there is no uh, objective right or wrong on this answer, right? It's a matter of morality. Obviously, but so that's if, that's why that's if, why pro choice is the is, only position. If your argument is you don't want to bring people into the world because they're gonna have hard lives, why don't we just and you want to kill them instead? Why don't we just murder all the no, people no, no, right I didn't now? Say, I didn't say I wanted to kill anybody. It's a personal choice. Well, that's what abortion woman, is. No, 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 no. It's a personal choice if a woman wants to be pregnant or not. She gets to make that. She gets to make that choice. She has autonomy yeah. over her body. You can't tell yeah, her. Just, she, a pregnancy is a very serious thing. It alters your body in several ways. So wear a condom. So you can't. B, no, no, no. And you don't you're get stupid. And, no, 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 no. Nothing. Nothing you is can't full, stop Nothing, your nothing, nothing you. is fucking foolproof, yeah. motherfucker. There's a million different reasons that people need abortions. Some of them want the children and have to abort for other reasons. So, like, just just uh, they might be in abusive relationships. Okay, say say you've got a guy that's being abusive to you, and he pokes a hole in the fucking condom, and he's using the child. So as you a want means. to come up with the no, no, hold on, no, no. You, you, no, 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 no. This happens frequently that guys will use a child to manipulate a woman. And hold Show me over the stats of guys poking the hole in the condom to manipulate a woman. <laughs> Happens to all the fucking time. Show me the statistics then. Of, of, of guys that poke holes in condoms? Yeah. It's anecdotal <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying, but it happens all the fucking time. The guys are manipulative. I don't, I don't, I, I wouldn't know how to type in uh, to find those statistics easily right now. But that does indeed happen. Then why are you bringing that up? As if how would you, how would you know? It is a thing. It is it is a thing that happens. A thing that you have no evidence for. You don't think you don't think men use children to manipulate women? No, I don't. (laughs) Maybe. And once again, how old are you? What experience do you have? But I got lots of experience. Uh huh. No. <laughs> I mean, my opinion on it, I feel like if if a woman gets like raped or that's incest or someone's gonna hurt the mother, I think an abortion's an, like a good option. But what? I think just for no reason, yeah, if it's rape or incest, I agree with it, bro. So you so you think that if you get raped, you're gonna kill the baby? What's the difference? It's still a baby. If it's in a hurt the mother, yeah. Oh that's yeah, if the, no, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Because die, once yeah. again, it's tying it's it's tying or it's a incest. Woman to their rapist but no no, no. Well, here's the thing is it's none of your fucking business once again it's yeah a, it's a it's, person it's, inside of you it's, it's not your moral, body it's not your choice it's a moral choice it's not a person a person has been born you want well, to everyone has a different definition of who becomes well, a person a, yeah what's the a person i just see once again everybody has a different definition it's a moral exactly. it's a moral the, question the, it's a moral question the, and you can't pose your you can't impose your morality on other people this it is will just, be a just person. the way i even operate a, that's called even freedom. if it's a stick so it's if gonna you're turn against into a abortion person. don't put yourself in a position to have an abortion but you don't get to tell other people how they live their lives so don't get an abortion, bro. Mate. Don't kill the baby. I have, have I have it. already have it and uh, give it I away. have already been 64. with a woman who had an abortion. I've I've been with multiple women who have had abortions. I've been with one in particular that had, you know, my child aborted. 
And you were okay with that? Yes, you lost yes, yes. My 19-year-old uneducated ass from Appalachia had no business bringing a child into this world. And that child is much better off than being born to... to she and I are no longer together, clearly. So you give it to a fire station or someone. Why would you fucking it? do that? Why would you put a child through that? Because there's that? more people looking for babies to adopt Jesus than fucking in the foster Then there are 140,000 right now that they can go and fucking adopt. Yeah, not infants. Infants get adopted immediately. No way. Oh, there's not infants. There's 140,000 kids, but we care about life. Go fuck yourself. Seriously. The well, stupid see, argument. Is this all you so got? They should be dead instead. They should be dead. Is this instead. all you got? Yes, yes. It's better. They were never really alive in the first, first place because you're alive when you're fucking alive. born. That just makes no sense to me. What? How does that not make sense okay. to you? If I was in foster care and I had to alive, just die or stay in foster okay, care. Okay, what you're what you're doing right to... now is a a logical fallacy called an emotive argument. The argument just makes no sense. The ar- no, no, no. Your person. argument is a logical fallacy called an emotive argument. You're trying to get somebody to like empathize. Oh, well, what if you haven't been born? Blah blah blah. To play to emotions is not a rational argument that you're making. Mine's not irrational. So your rationality is that since you think that kids are going to grow up into a bad life and have a hard life, we should I, just kill them. My instead. my. Well, first of all, you. It's the termination of a pregnancy. You're using the word kill to be, you know, very, once again, emotive. Termination of a pregnancy if it makes you feel better. Termination of a pregnancy because that's what it is. Yeah, 400,000 kids in the foster system that aren't infants. If you have an infant and you put it in foster care, it's going to get adopted in the first month. The statistics to that. 64% of the kids that... Infants. And I don't know, why do you care so much? Why? Why do you want... I don't understand. Because you don't want to kill it. Yeah, then it's Lil Ronnie kill a child. (laughs) Why? Why? It has no feelings. It has no emotions. It has no memories. What does it matter? It's not really killing anything. It will. It will have emotions. But but it's not contingent. You can't violate a woman's right to privacy on behalf of a theoretical person. Something that will have emotions. In my opinion. It doesn't have rights. In sixth grade, you learned about safe sex you can't i don't i don't give a shit about your what what you're doing is you're making you're making a moral superiority argument to wear a condom or get plan b then yeah i think you should just go through the nine months have the baby and give it away instead of killing it and i think that you are an idiot and what you think doesn't fucking matter because you can't legislate what you believe that's a belief can't legislate a belief. They did. I mean, Republicans are trying, and that's why it's fascist. It's fascist because they want to... Impose a theocratic society on the rest of us, yes. If Plan B is illegal in some states now, that makes all the more reason to be more safe and careful... Oh my god.
Why are you being the moral police? Clearly, you don't get laid. Clearly. I'm the one that doesn't get laid. It's me. not about being careful. There's a million other reasons. People aren't just going out and having abortions willy-nilly. What's the reason that I don't get laid? Because I care about safe sex and not having an abortion. I don't get it. Well, I... Okay, here's the thing is I don't care about safe sex. I've had sex with hundreds of strangers. Obviously, because you're fine. Raw dog and many of them. <laughs> you just... You can't force a woman to be pregnant, dude. That's just... It's a thing. But she's impregnating herself busy by not having safe sex. It's on the woman at that point. Unless it's rape and she's forced... And a lot of times, it, like, a lot of times, women don't want to have like there is such things as date rape, and women have women uh, feeling uncomfortable saying no in a moment. That is far more common than men like to acknowledge. What's well, their fault? No, that's victim blaming. You asshole. <laughs> what? If they, have, if they have a problem for not saying no, that's their fucking fault. How is it my no, if fault? they don't feel safe no, saying no, no. no in a situation, saying, that happens all the time. He's saying if there's date rape drug, where, date rape drug, where you get drugs. Date rape drugs are very, are, are very common, because I've seen that happen with my own eyes. There is a, a woman that I'm pretty sure that if I hadn't been with the dude, would have been raped. This is And this was when I was like 19. Anything that happens. Let me tell you let me tell you kids something. Uh, I pretty much every female I've ever been with has a story of them being assaulted. And if you haven't heard the females in your life tell you stories of being assaulted, they don't fucking trust you. If I was every a woman, single someone... one in my life has a story of being assaulted. <laughs> if I was a woman and someone raped me and I got pregnant, I would not kill the baby. And this is my personal opinion, obviously. Well, hey, that's oh, you, but you're free to make oh that God, choice. Other people might want to make a different choice, and that's what that's what's called freedom. The not other way is fa- you imposing your state. choice on other people is called fascism. You understand. It's a law We're... now. And I'm telling you, the hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, what do you, what, hold on. What do you think is a law? In certain states. Like what, in certain is states you can ban, what is a law? What is a law? You can ban abortions in certain states. Like, I want to know specifically what, you what, you're, what you're referring to. Like I don't think you guys like actually know what you're talking about. I'm I'm very educated on 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 political matters, and I don't think you guys are. Do you do you see what I'm talking about? Hey, what was your question? What is what? And like it's 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 dinner time, guys. Let let me ask you a question. So you so so you are young. Do you look? Can you guys tell me uh, what each of your what your what your profession you're thinking about getting into is? Coding. Coding? You're into coding. Yeah. That's put. Put is into coding. Blast or bast. 
beast. Beast. Mostly we finance. What are you into? You're into finance? Yeah. Okay, there's a Bill Hicks. Uh, there's a Bill Hicks uh, stand-up bit. He's a comedian. It's about marketing, but you can apply it to finance. I want you to go and listen to that. It violates Twitch terms of service. So I can't, like, say it to you. I can't say... I can't play it for you, but I want you to go find that about marketing. Bill Hicks marketing. And I want you to do the thing that Bill Hicks recommends uh, the, the the person going into marketing does. Okay? Will you, will you do that for me? I'll check it out. All right, cool. Garum. Garum, what do you, you want to go into? Well, he's oh, like 12, wait. so... What? Garum is oh, he might have some interest. Let me know. What Garum, what do you what do you want to go into? A dermatologist. You want to be a dermatologist? Yep. It's the, he's the smartest one among you. Bro, I could hack his computer though. Yeah, I can use a computer to dermatologist. <laughs> Home computer. You you most certainly will use a computer, uh, at least sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> put put. What do you mean by hacking? Can you actually hack? No. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't. Like, uh, like. I didn't. I'm think going you to could. school for. Yeah, going, going to school for hacking. Hacking. I'm gonna learn about it too. Are you gonna be a white hat, or are you go? Are you gonna be an asshole? What? Are you going to be a white hat hacker? Or are you going to be an asshole? Oh, definitely an asshole. <laughs> that is not good. <laughs> Coder. White hats are like, you know, uh, anonymous. They like to fuck up, you know, people that are doing shitty shit. No, I'm probably just going to... Dream Minecraft plugin. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, me some plugins or something on YouTube. <laughs> All right, I hope you, I hope you make an app that you're able to sell. I'm gonna make an app. You know what the app I'm gonna make is? I already have the idea. I, let's I only hear it. Let's hear it. To figure it out. All right. You ever been? You ever? You ever been interested in a girl, but you don't know? You know how like there's a huge problem in the world. If you like a girl, you don't know if she likes you back, right? So you, it's like. You have to play this whole game, you know, to pull her. And she has to do the same thing because she doesn't want to, you know, say that she likes you because you may not like her. So it's an app where you have Instagram profiles, whatever, with pictures. And you click on them. You say that you like them. And it only tells them that you like them if they click on your profile and say that they like you. And then they'll say you matched. And it's people you know, like go to your school, not just like randoms, not like Tinder. It's like... No people you know you spoke to before. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's just a it's just a a Tinder for your school. Exactly, but but you you it only tells you that if if you both click on each other and say you like each other. So you match. Yeah, it's like Tinder. So if you match, oh, yeah, but Tinder's just like matching. They can say I like you, but actually not. That that's the problem. People control people and just be like, like dudes can make fake accounts and like say that you like them and then. Also, like you're gonna have a hard time with any company that's gonna market just to, just to school children. I feel like see what I'm it saying? has potential. 
I don't, I don't think, think it has TikTok became TikTok. I don't think it has been. You can put you can put it scary. together and take it to the Shark Tank, but I think the Shark Tank people are gonna turn you down. <laughs> Mark Cuban's gonna be like, no, that's a no for me, dog. Yeah, Mark no, Cuban. It's Donald Trump so. to invest. Mr. Wonderful will reject Mark Cuban with well, Trump. Mark Cuban's my great uncle. Dude, 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 you don't understand. Trump doesn't invest in shit. Trump scams people out of money. Trump don't have no money. He has no money. He's a billionaire. And what he did before? No, he's he not. No, he's not. What he did before he was a president? <laughs> do you even know what he did before he was a president? Do you know what he did before he was president? Yes, he was. You know Trump's net worth is three billion, right? He is totally not a billionaire. <laughs> what do you mean? He's, not a, he's totally not a billionaire. It's like you know what? You know, do you know what Trump did? Is. You know what he did, right? A court ruled that he may be worth three hundred million if he's not encumbered by debt, and he most certainly is encumbered by debt. Okay, so he's a three hundred millionaire. My bad. He almost if certainly is in debt. He is almost certainly broke. That is the reason why he tours around the country still and sells his merchandise, does his little fucking rallies. It's to make money. To fundraise no. and make, you know, uh, he was, yeah, that's you know, what all of the fundraisers are for. That's what he's whole living off campaigns. of, because he ain't got no fucking money. You, you don't think when Biden was no doing money, his yeah. campaign, you guys have fallen for a scam. Raise money. You guys have fallen for a scam. Wait, wait. Do you think when Biden was campaigning, he wasn't trying to get money to for his campaign? He was just just there to campaign. I mean, the, he was also trying to raise money for his campaign too. Every candidate does. Trump's not a candidate right now. Not right now, but he was when he was doing his rally. He is currently fundraising that he is living off of. He stopped the steal after the election. He stole like 30 million from people. You guys haven't been paying attention. It's a scam. How's he stealing if you're paying It's a scam. Everything about him is a scam. His university was a scam. His charities are a scam. I don't like. How do you not His see through course. it? But hey, guys, it's 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 dinner time. I appreciate you coming on and talking with me. But uh, we're we're, we're, we're gonna wrap it up. You'd actually, I was going to wrap it up when you hopped in, but I wanted to hear what you had to say. So, oh okay, niggers. Oh. <laughs> Appreciate you guys stopping by. Thank you for being freaking followers. Trump hasn't announced his plans to run specifically so that he can pocket the money. Once he announces, he won't be allowed to. That's right. All right, here's your here's your puppers. Following the toddler, I'm going to go back to Twitch so I can figure out a channel to go to. Oh, Porg hit the weed. I've also got caught in mouth like a motherfucker, but I couldn't pass up an opportunity to actually get to argue with somebody, you know? You guys know me. I live for this shit. If you're watching on Twitch, you're going to head over to Echoplex Media. What is that? It's a down ballot. 
Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin. We will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol live.